everybody. Welcome into Autorhythm Fancy Sports. I'm your host, Jamie, and my co-host is fashionably late for some odd reason. Yeah! I mean, I don't know where he went. I don't know where he is. I know. He'll be here sometime, I'm sure. But I figured I I might as well get the party started. And uh, I might as well just kind of just get going, man, because, you know, Times are crunching, times are wasting, and uh, yeah, welcome everybody to fa- um, Odd Rhythm Fancy Sports. I'm Jamie, like I said before. We're doing a week 17 recap. We're going to get into all kinds of goodies. Yeah, it's Hopefully it'll be a shorter show this time than a longer show. There's no waiver wires in this one. We're not doing a week 18 or anything like that, so it should be a lot easier for us to maintain maybe an hour show, hopefully. That's my plan anyways, but uh, it always seems to happen when me and him get going. We're always like two hours, so it's we always have a lot of content that uh, we always want to put out to everybody. And um, yeah, make sure you guys um, follow us. You know, make let me pop this up here quick. Um, yeah, make sure you guys follow us on all of our platforms um, up here on... Um, Spotify, Apple, and Google. Make sure you follow us there. Um, our Discord link is actually in the description. And yeah, just just make sure you guys follow us and whatnot. So other other than that, my co-host finally decides to show up. And uh, but yeah, I, um, other than that, uh, welcome in, buddy. You probably have yeah. No, I was uh, I was trying to fix some uh, some uh, audio audio difficulties. Uh, yeah, whatever, whatever Jay was uh, was uh, parlaying there. Nope. Well, I'm gonna be doing some parlays later. But whatever information he was getting across there, uh, go out, you know, check out some of the old old uh, shows we up, up have up on Spotify, uh, YouTube, all, all the all the goodies, uh, Google, Apple, all that all that stuff. Uh, Discord, you know, it's the end of the season, end of the fantasy season for footballs. But you know, there's always good basketball content. Uh, if you're into hockey, NASCAR. You know what, whatever, whatever your, uh, whatever your speed is, uh, always good conversation over, over on the Discord. Yes, and if you guys don't, we are on Twitter. I do post some stuff over there, and um, just the other day, I actually posted, um, or just last night, I posted a few things with some statistics over there on Twitter. So, I mean, if you guys don't follow us, go over there. It's right up there in my little at sign there at Autorhythm Fan. To go over there and follow us, you know, you know, conversate with me there, and 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 if you want, I mean, we're always down for some people who we're looking forward to 2024 actually getting other people in with our our um, channel, different discussions with different people. So, I mean, if you're a content creator, come over, send me a DM either on uh, Twitter or up on our Discord. The link is in the description below. We're just looking forward to just getting out there, you know, making relations with people. And we like to, we like, I know we like to work with you. So if there's any content creators out there, give us a jingle. You know, it's 2024 where, you know, I'm at the point where we've been doing this for a year now and I'm ready to kind of just kind of make some relationships and, you know, kind of get our name out there a little bit more by people clicking and sharing our links and all that good stuff. So let's, if there's some content creators out there, give us a jingle. Just give us a jingle. But yeah, other other than that, just make sure you follow our follow all of our stuff down there. Go ahead. 
Yeah, yeah. If you want to network with us, like Jay was saying, um, a couple ways, a couple different ways to do that. Uh, so we hope to hope to connect. You know, obviously, what he was saying in 2024, uh, be hopefully be a big year for us. Uh, we're, oh, uh, thanks, Eric. You bet, man. Have, happy New Year to you as well, and to yep. you know anybody else that's tuning in. But uh, yeah, this should be a, a great stream tonight. So we're gonna close out the the you know kind of the football part of the fantasy year officially. Uh, so you know we'll. We'll get into some some DFS stuff. Uh, I've got it, it, it. As you can tell by the scroll, there's a ton of starters that are out this week, so it's going to make everything a little more difficult. Which, which yeah. is why I'm glad you know, like the the, the uh, traditional traditional fantasy season is over. You know, everybody that's in their leagues is pretty much. I'd say 98 percent of them are done. So, um, you, you have the rare occasional league that'll go into week 18, but you know, there's, so so we won't even touch on waivers or any of the other stuff that we used to get into, you know, for the past few months. Uh, but we will do a uh, couple, couple of my gold star players, a couple of Jay's big hitters. Uh, like yes. I said, DFS will review some of the week 17 action. Uh, you know, yeah, like I said, you know, uh, 2024 is here, man. How, how was your, uh, how was your new year? Here? Um, it was very, very boring. Cause you know, I, I, you know, I'm a night owl. I got to work at night. So, I mean, it was just kind of one of those like, eh, but hey, you know what? You know, when I, I'm a night owl, so I do a lot of my work at night. So that's when a lot of my creativity actually kind of jingles, mumbles around. And a lot of my podcasts happen, you know, when I, you know, hear a lot of different, you know, opinions on a lot of different things. That's where I form a lot of my opinions on the way we put out our content as well. You know, so yeah, it's just one of those things. It's it's good and bad at the same time because you know you don't want to feel like you're a total bum just going to work and everybody else is out there just drinking it up, partying. And but I don't know, maybe I'm just too old for that stuff. I don't know. Should <laughs> should have popped a little of the bubbly. <laughs> I uh, no, I was no, I'm not much better, man. Uh, got uh, got got. Yeah, I got home, got home late, and uh, yeah, put on a put on a movie. <laughs> got 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 the old uh, uh, Terramana tequila out, and uh, the rest is history. Cool. Woke up. Yeah, I didn't do a lot. Of, I woke didn't up around like I think ten thirty, uh, New Year's Day. So, <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I I think I I had a little bit of wine here. Other than that, I haven't really. I didn't really have much. Yeah, I, no, uh, and uh, you know. Go ahead. <laughs> he just stopped talking. I'm not sure what happened there, but oh, yeah, I, I was just—I was gonna say—I uh, was trying—I was trying to act—I was trying to act frozen, trying to act frozen there. <laughs> um, yeah, a little bit of the, a little bit of the lagging. Uh, if anybody, you know, anybody that's watched the stream, if you want to comment on New Year's, how your New Year's went, you know, we'd love to love to hear yes. as well. Uh, you know, share that yes. for everybody. Uh, you know, if, if yours was a little more entertaining than ours, you know, if you watched some football, I, I know, I know, uh, I was watching the end of that Packers Vikings game. That's the last thing I remember. <laughs> you know, got, got into that, got into that, uh, uh, Terramana. Rock, Rock makes a great tequila, by the way. Um, you guys haven't tried that, but, um, yeah, that I don't, I don't know if you, if you want to get into games, you know, a little bit here, we, we probably start with that. We'd probably start with that. Just hit on that Packers Vikings game quick because that's probably the most, uh, you know, cause I was on, the, I was, I was out doing stuff and on the road Sunday, so I didn't see a ton of, ton of the action, yeah. but that was the one game that I saw, I'd say I saw the most of. Yeah, that, and you know, if 
And if you get a lot of you guys, I know a lot of us actually had our fantasy championships at the last, you know, at, at this end of the, you know, week 17, a lot of us were pressing to, you know, win a championship and whatnot. And, you know, here's a quick story. You know, I was, I went into 2023 with 17 odd leagues and, you know, a lot of them, I was hoping for a championship and well, a couple of them are dynasty. And, uh, well, anyways, you know, I'm like, well, this should be a breeze. And, no, I kind of fell short in a few of the leagues that I actually wanted to win. And, you know, I actually, in my IDP league, you know, was my only opportunity to actually win a championship. So, you know, I'm coming into, you know, late Sunday evening, I, I was actually like, like, just like at all because I was actually up at, well, here's the funny thing. I actually had Brees. I had uh, Flacco and had I think I had one other guy and who actually had got me out to a nice like 100 point odd league. So I'm like, oh, I got this in a wrap. No, nope, not not even close. You know, so next thing you know, it, it actually came down to Pickens, um, um, Kenneth Walker and um, Rashid Rice. And I was he had um, Marlon Mack. He had um, Dante Johnson and one other guy. So it was literally coming down to the wire and I'm like, yep, I lost. You know, I was like just sad because I didn't win no championships at all. And for some odd reason, the fantasy gods turned that around. Oh, you, you know, the, um, Pickens went off for a hundred. They, took, they took one big, they took one big shit on your year. <laughs> <laughs> they, they almost did. They Bastards. did, but they turned it, they turned it around, but, I won at least one championship this year, so I'm happy about that. So my year wasn't in vain, so I was totally happy that I got one championship. But I wish it was more, but a lot of my leagues, I ended up finishing third, fourth, and some fifth. So it wasn't a bad year, but overall, it could have been better. So if there's anybody piss poor, I watched Halby Trap. Come on. Brees Hall was awesome. Brees Hall had like 30-some-odd points. Come on now. I mean, yeah, Jason, I know you're in our dynasty league, but come on now. I know I know you're waiting for one one particular segment and you're going to have to hold on to those horses over there because I know we had a little we had a little bit of conversation in this in our in our discord about a couple of prospects, but I don't know. <laughs> um, one league he lost by 13 points thanks to Addison and the wrong hall. Wrong hall. Oh, Jaron Hall, the Viking. Yeah, the Vikings quarterback. Yeah, that. You know, and it, here's the sad part. You know, you know, Hall. He actually came in, got smacked, went out, didn't even start. Came and then he comes back, does another. You know, tries to be the starter. Evidently gets hurt again, so it's kind of like, what the hell? This was their rookie too from BYU, so it's kind of sad. And I, I figured Mullins, you know, I actually had Mullins started in a league. I didn't know he was scratched, and then next thing you know, Mullins was in. And I'm like, oh, but so if any of you guys got any, you know, fantasy, you know, downs, ups, let us know in the comment section below. Come on, just get in there, could chit chat with us while we're streaming tonight. We would more. Gladly appreciate it. It'd be awesome. But yeah, we can uh since that Viking, since you wanted to talk about that Vikings game, we can uh, well well the I was, I was gonna say quick, Jay. I was gonna say 
the problem we run into with the problem we run into with these leagues in 2023 is that you know you shouldn't have championship matchups where key you know key players in those matchups are Marlon Mack <laughs> and Jaron Hall. You know what I mean? Just which is where we're at with with with, uh, with with the fantasy landscape, just with all the the injuries and and uh, you know contract situations. Guys like oh, you know I th- I think T you know uh, probably both Bengals receivers are going to be out this week, but I think I think T Higgins has been sandbagging it because he because he wants that contract. He's like I'm not going out there again, you know, unless I'm 100 percent, unless I, unless I'm getting that bag. So you know I I think it's just the various various things. But uh, just on my end, quick uh, one for five. You know, I got one championship, and the other five leagues will all be top five finishers. So, and, and, that's, and that's where you're at, too. Degazi, degazi. But, yeah, that's where, that's where you're at, too. Championship, but, you know, a bunch of top five finishes. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, fantasy, foot, fantasy football, I, I think, it has never been more difficult. And, and, and you, can't, you can't just, like, you know, your sister can't just set a team and, oh, she's nine and – five and in the playoffs you know what i mean in, in your in your 12 man whatever league you know it, it you really have to do maintenance from week one to to week you know 15 17 ish i mean it's just it's a it's it's a grind and so you know that's that, that's nothing to hang your hat about if you you know or any of you guys if you had top five finishes in your league that's that that's that's a that's a great you know that to me because most people are in at least 10 to 16 man leagues so if you're finishing a top five you're in the better half of your league so that's a that's a successful year in my book yeah it is i mean it's not easy at all i mean it it all starts you know a lot of people you know a lot of people think it starts i mean some of this stuff does start at your draft but it comes down to hitting those waiver wires those ads and drops and you know getting the right people at the right time is is really the key so i mean with you know say it some of it starts at the draft getting your certain key players and then it's mostly hitting those waiver wires just keep talking i can hear you (laughs) but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm the I'm the I'm the disembodied voice. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just keep talking, man. Let's keep talking. It's all. There we go. No, yeah, I, hey. I I tried something different tonight. I I, I tried to go, tried to go directly in, uh, with with the Ethernet cable. So we're trying so we're trying to get a better connection because this because. Yeah, we, we, as as you all know, my 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 connection on this end is usually uh, the drizzling shits. So uh, we're trying something different. Uh, so bear with me. But yeah, we we appear to be back. Uh, Eric, Eric had a comment there. What what did Eric say? Oh yeah, he pulled that it, back up here. Yeah, it, that it's it's difficult. I mean, fancy football because oh yeah. I mean, you don't know because you don't know what's which guys yep. are going to injure, which guys are coming up next, unless you're really kind of into the dynasty stuff and then you might have an idea of roster you know who's in the pecking order and stuff like that you know so i mean a lot of your average players a lot of guys you know is that your a lot of your average guys that don't play dynasty don't know a lot of these extra names and you know the only time they actually know these names is when that guy goes off that week then you're like oh shit you know so that's when the waiver claims and stuff like that are going in but if you know a, a guy these guys if you know the names beforehand, then you're actually better off that way. 
that's my opinion. You know, Dynasty kind of helps. Oh, I guess I was kind of a not a Dynasty guy at a for a little bit. It's I'm, I know you and I are trying to get more guys into Dynasty to actually open up our variety, like our you know not variety our Verizons of you know just knowledge. Open up the palette. Just, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, just kind of like oh shit, you know, because you know yeah, I, it's it's like. It's like you know, you know these guys. A lot of these guys are steak, steak and potato kind of guys. But hey, you need to open up that palate sometimes. Go go eat at a Vietnamese restaurant. Uh, go yeah. eat at a, a, you know Italian cuisine or something. You know, we, we you know diversify the palate a little bit. And uh, yeah, I, I wasn't either. I mean, Dynasty. I'm hooked. Uh, preferably, I'd like like an auction. I, I think I think I'd get my jollies off if if there was an auction Dynasty league. That I think that's what that's my speed because I uh the league we did with Jared, uh some of the you know waiver stuff I didn't agree with totally and just how how, how things worked out there and the I you know lack of IR spots. But I love I love the auction aspect of that league we did. And and if we could combine that with a dynasty league, it, it you know, I, I'd be I'd be a one happy boy. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it, it all but yeah, dynasty's great. Dyn- you guys, if you guys haven't tried dynasty, you're miss you are missing out. It, it it all comes down to and a happy medium, you know. Everybody's got their di- their different opinions when it comes to how they want their league set up. I mean, yeah, I mean, I love auctions. They're a little bit, you know. You're like you're. I know at first you're more kind of a just a you know just a snake draft guy, but you know I'm like, hey dude, you need to try out some you know so, some auction drafts and stuff like that. And you know just I just think you know auction drafts get to be a little bit longer, but. It get it kind of brings everybody into you don't have to worry you know it's it's kind of everybody's kind of in that you know that money put and in that money pot you know so I mean it's like they 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 have that opportunity to get that player if they want to instead of like oh shit they got first round pick or second well I won't get that guy you know so I mean that's the nice thing yeah. about about auctions you know so I mean it's it gives everybody a happy medium to you know get in a player that they want on their team than a snake draft where they're just boring. Then you got, you have to wait. And then it's like, eh, some people are just, they just want it now. So, I mean, I think, you know, auctions are a little bit more fonder than snake drafts. I mean, I don't mind snake drafts here and there too, as well, but I mean, auctions seem to be a little bit more fun because you get a little bit more engagement that way. But no, absolutely. Um, Got hooked up. Yeah, this was a this kind of a transitional year, you know, and and uh, for uh, other sport. I mean, you can apply this to other sports too. I, you know, I, I I'll be honest. You know, sometimes I lose interest in basketball and baseball. We do some leagues, and I think that would um, do a you know like a baseball dynasty, basketball dynasty. I think that would that would up my interest because in, I'm I'm hooked on this dynasty stuff. This is all, pretty much all I want to do now for, for for fantasy, unless there's a new you know something new that pops up. You know, some new yeah, league concept, yeah. but the traditional way, the snake draft is, I don't know, it's just kind of passe. Yeah, it is. It's its kind of like, you know, Yahoo's kind of getting to be kind of like the ESPN where Sleeper is kind of taking over everything now. And, and a lot of people don't, you know, I just like the aspects of Sleeper in general. Yeah. I mean, I, I, be, I prefer it a little bit more just because you can actually – see you know you can actually look at you know um all the statistics and stuff like that you know all the in-game stuff like that so i mean it's a little bit i just i just like the format of it 
they just need to get some college football in there in there now and i'll be a happy camper and uh but i mean i mean other than that you know it's i like sleeper in general i mean i just think it's just a better platform i if if Yahoo could do something to change up their stuff a little bit more, then maybe. But I mean, I still don't mind Yahoo. I mean, it's Yahoo is a little bit better than ESPN. I don't even play on ESPN. I mean, I don't even play football on ESPN anymore because it's just I don't. I mean, I do a little baseball on there, but other than that, when it comes to football, Garbage. I don't. I don't. No, even, it, I, I, yeah, I don't. Bro, I, bro, I used to do. Uh... If you guys believe it, I, I used to do uh, hockey. I did a fancy hockey league with some uh, friends back in Minnesota, you know, years ago. And like that was on ESPN. And I think they, and th that was, I think they, they've steadily gone downhill because even that was, you know, pretty good setup. I think ESPN just has been stagnant and I, and I think it's trash. Uh, if you're going to die, you know, Sleeper is is the way, and I don't think enough people know about Sleeper that, you know, the hardcore fantasy people do, but. When you think, fan, you know, if you're going to sign your your cousin up or something, like, hey, I want you to join my my league, you know, my football league or my so-and-so, like, daily picks or whatever, it's always through Yahoo. I, I just think Sleeper has got to get a bigger a bigger name amongst the general population, I, I think. Because, you know, you're hardcore, you, you, know, you know what value Sleeper brings. But if you're a casual fantasy person, which I, I would say most people are, uh, you're, yeah, Sleeper just needs to get a, a, a bigger bigger presence. Yeah, I, they, you know, they have, you know, like, honestly, like for me, because I love college football, they have like the whole platform set up for college football. All they need to do is insert the players names. In yeah, these they do. And boom. I mean, yeah. sleeper can be the next bigger thing than fan tracks. I mean, I mean, I don't mind fan tracks, but if sleeper can just yeah, hate sleeper, it could. you're listening Get the college football on your freaking app right now. I mean, just think of the the amount of college guys out there that would flood they, they, the app right now. Absolutely, hell yeah, dude. It, it, we were saying this a couple weeks ago, last time we streamed about how called like you know uh, Pandora's box is open. Okay, uh, with NIL, these guys are getting paid now. These guys are you know these top end guys are making seven figures. So. Let's not pretend. Oh, you, you, I couldn't do that. You know, it, it's against the college. Get, get out of here with that nonsense, man. Uh, let's get, let's get that hooked up. Yeah, sleeper. I, we're, we're a small show, and uh, you know, amongst many others on YouTube. But you know, if they're paying attention to us, get college football. Play, college football is the number two sport in this country. Okay, it, it, it is a disgrace that they don't have a bigger presence on sleeper, and it's not user friendly. Where you know we should be, we should be talking like you know we're we're gonna talk about Michael Penix later as a as a spotlight guy. We should be talking about oh for next year, hey uh, dynasty college football, hey the the backup quarterback in Washington is a red shirt freshman or something like he you know is K is is Kalen DeBoer you know the head coach is he gonna be leaving you know possibly for a bigger Ohio State if Ryan Day gets fired for example you know, you know like we should be talking about that stuff and and it creates more more, I don't know, more content and, and just a better playing platform. Cause these players are, I, I would argue that these college football players are more, you know, a lot of them are more famous than any NBA player than, you know, other than LeBron and Steph Curry, you know, guys like that, maybe Luca, but I, I would argue they're more famous than any baseball player. You know, maybe Otani is, is up there, but I mean, it's, yeah, these guys, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's just a joke. Yeah, it, it is. And, you know, you know, far. I mean, I love college. I mean, I love college football. I watch it religiously on Saturdays as much as I can. You know, and 
you know, if you're not into fantasy, college fantasy, that gives you an up on pretty much everybody else that are just rookies into this stuff because it only broadens your mind a lot more, you know, and talking names, getting names tossed around. You're like, oh, I heard about so-and-so talking about this guy or this guy, you know, and that's why we, you know, that's why we're kind of trying to bring up a lot of these, you know, that's why we did some of the college prospects, you know, to bring these names to attention for, you know, these guys that are kind of new to the game, you know, so they kind of get that, you know, like that name recognition already, you know, before the NFL draft kind of stuff, you know, before, even before the season comes around. And, and that's like kind of our whole goal too, as well. And yeah, um, I just wanted to, um, relay on here on jason's yeah i didn't mind dynasty last year kind of fun but i think yeah the best thing is that i'm looking forward to is the offseason trading yeah and that's the other cool thing about dynasty too i mean you you know you don't have to you don't have to wait until the next year comes around and try to make trades and stuff like that the the, that's the nice thing about dynasty is where you can go and make trades and you know up your entity on you know you know you're in your rookie drafts move around in your dynasty drafts and stuff like that to get the player you want for your next you know dynasty team or whatever you know so i mean those are the nice aspects about that too as well um we should talk about some games here quick too as well get in some highlighted players um I know the Packers. I know we kind of mentioned the Packers Vikings game there. You know, Love went off. Love had a pretty decent game there. Um, the wide receivers in this one, you know, you know, you'll be talking about a guy in your, you know, a riser for you as well here. But you know, Jaden Reed looked damn good. I mean, he had uh, 26 fantasy points there. I mean, for him being a rookie, he didn't. He not a bad option in this, you know, Packers offense. Um, Dobbs. Dobbs wasn't even there. They didn't show up. I think he might have got injured, I think, in that game. Um, but it seemed like the Vikings really didn't do anything. Jaron Hall went out and Bones came in. And I was kind of watching it. I'm just like, man, this is sad. What a sad game. Um, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, <coughs> Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed went off before he got hurt. Uh, just explain. He's... To me, I was telling my brother this, like he's he's their number one receiver. No question. I mean, Jaden Reed has emerged as the number one guy because Christian Watson, you can't trust. Uh, Romeo Dobbs is spotty. Um, you know, Bo Melton's kind of emerged out of the practice squad the last couple of weeks. But I mean, Bo Melton was seventh round, you know, nobody. Uh, Wicks. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that's sick. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, since yeah, we're talking uh, about Romeo Dobbs. I, I, dude, I, dude I, I need some of these cards you got. Yeah, to, I know, I know, right? It's, it's sweet. It's a sweet look. Uh, uh, Wicks, he's you know he's he's a, he's solid, but I, I just think of all the receivers. Jaden Reed is the guy. Uh, you know, once Musgrave comes back, him and Kraft are nice one too. So you know, going into next year with fantasy, uh, yeah, Jordan Love should have a lot more. No, no pun intended. He should have, should have a lot more love. Uh, he, he should be you know in in redraft leagues. He should be going higher and if you got access to him in dynasty if somebody you know somebody's going to throw him out there for some bait uh that's that, that's a guy that I, I would bet on for the next five years and, and i know people had their thoughts about him earlier mid-season or whatever you know that these packers receivers i mean there's plenty of them you know the uh, tight ends the running backs they'll get that fixed i mean they'll probably let go of aaron jones or dylan or maybe both you know and, and kind of restock you know maybe, maybe go get braylon allen like we mentioned from wisconsin you know, somebody like that to come in and fill the role. So, or Blake Corum from Michigan, yeah, be another nice fit in Green Bay. You know, maybe a second. 
fifth round pick on him. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, and Minnesota just, yeah, trash. Um, they're going to, they're going to roll Jaron Hall out again this weekend against, you know, with the Lions. And uh, <laughs> yeah, another, that's another backup game. I think Teddy Bridgewater is playing. Yeah, that's another game. You know, that's, that's why, the, that's why the NFL is great because <clears throat> if this was the NBA and they had second string guy, you know, they had, you know, the seventh, eighth, ninth guy on the bench out there playing heavy minutes, you know, get, you know, just two bad teams going at it. You just be like, uh, but with the NFL, with gambling, with uh, uh, with parlays and 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 uh, some of the stuff, you know, so DFS stuff, it's it it makes it it makes it good. You know, you, you'll be watching. You'll be even if it's Teddy Bridgewater against uh, Jaron Hall, you'll be watching. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the Vikes can. Hey, for one game, maybe they can re-sign uh, Dalvin Cook. Uh, Jets cut him, so <laughs> you know maybe they can get Dalvin yeah. Cook back for a game and for old for old times' sake. Oh, oh, Nick, Nick is Nick Mullins starting? He does. He does. Oh, I, sorry. I, they're they're uh, Jason. They're all interchange. They're all interchangeable to me, man. It, they could have went with. They could have went with um, Josh Dobbs. They could have went with with Mullins. They could have went with <clears throat> you know me at quarterback. Carson. Enough about that game. Game. Just Vikings all right. Right, right now, we're trapped. That offense. We'll just uh, we'll just do a couple of quick hitters here on some of these couple of these other quick gate you know just a couple of just punch lines and then call it, we'll get into our um, highlight players. Here. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yep. Good finish to Cowboys Lions. Um, twenty nineteen. Um, the Lions should have actually just went. My quick opinion on it: the Cow um the Lions should have just kicked the field goal, went into overtime. That would have settled everything. Um, your thoughts, real quick. Yeah. Um, and then the Texans, uh, yeah, dumb. Uh, I was, I was watching that game. I was like, I was watching that game in my, I was watching my hotel room, man. I was like, what the hell are they doing? You know, they got the penalty, <laughs> backed them up. You know, they're at seven yard line. It's like you kick the extra point at that. I, I think they got, they got another five yard penalty. I think Dallas jumped and they got back yep. to the two. Yeah. Still, it's like you're, you're pushing your luck. And then, and then that was a terrible pass by off there at the end. Um, I thought they were even, you know, just throughout the game though, I thought they were evenly matched. I thought, had it been yeah. Detroit, you know, a home game for the Lions, it might have been a one-point win for the Lions. And, you know, it was in Dallas. It was a one-point win for Dallas. I think if they met again in the playoffs, it'd be a similar, you know, it'd be a similar game. I think Dallas should be the two seed. Lions should be the three. So it would be, you know, it would be in Dallas again. But I wouldn't mind seeing that in, like, the divisional playoff. Yeah, you know, if it was, sure. like, the 49ers or Rams in the divisional round and then uh, Lions-Cowboys or something, I think those would be two good matchups. But. But yeah, 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 no, uh, um, but yeah, Goff, Goff shit the bed again in a big game, and that's what worries me. Yeah, for sure. Um, Texans, Titans. Um, Stroud had a pretty good game, fourteen points, uh, two hundred thirteen yards, and a touch, um, a touchdown in there. Um, Singletary was all right in that game. Um, his favorite, um, Nico Collins was his favorite target. Um, Woods, Hutchinson, and Mechie were all non. That game was all kind of a trashy game but i mean other than that the texans won that one so stroud is up on the is a riser so um but the browns jets game was pretty good you know flacco had a pretty flacco had a great game without you know cooper um ford went off um elijah moore had a nice touchdown in there um your fit and then uh, we had Brees hall who actually will we'll be talking about here about him here shortly he had a pretty good day with 27 some odd fantasy points with that game. So I'm sure that how like some of those players helped you win your fantasy championships. 
Um, was there any other games that you wanted to jump on here quick with or that you liked? Uh, I'll, 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 I'll do these two games here, uh, real quick. Um, yeah, te Texans, uh, Stroud, he, he looked healthy, which is good. It's a good sign for them. I think they're going to beat the Colts this weekend and get in, get into the playoffs. Um, it'd be great to see CJ in there. He's been tearing it up all year. Uh, single, I guess Singletary is their feature back now. Pier Damian Pierce is going to, you know, he's another James Robinson to me, you know, just like flash in the pan. Like Damian, yeah. I, I can't believe he was the leading rusher in the middle, you know, in the middle of like week 10 last year, I think week nine or week 10, he was the leading rusher in the NFL year and a half later. This guy might be on a practice squad next year. You, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> or, 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 or further yeah. down on the running back depth chart with the Texans. Just, just crazy. But I mean, Nico Collins, you know, if, if the fantasy season were to continue, uh, I think he's going to have a big weekend. I might talk about him in the, in the pick six here at the end. Um, yeah. N Nico looked great. Uh, Schultz looked great. Titans are junk. Uh, I, I don't know what to. I mean, Will Levis. So we'll he'll probably get another year because of the, you know, they they picked him high, and um, I I wouldn't go back to Ryan Tannehill or Malik Willis or any of those clowns. But uh, D Hop, I don't know if he's going to come back. Uh, Derrick Henry's probably gone. They're probably going to gut this team. And let's just be honest. The Titans are going to be bad the next couple of years. You're going to see a lot more twenty six to three Titan losses coming going forward. Uh, and then the the Browns and Jets. Ah, uh, man, oh man, Flacco, my man. He he did this. He did this uh, the right week though, Jay, because uh, I I think the Browns got like four guys that are questionable for Week 18. Yeah. Flacco's out. Jeff Driscoll's playing. So it's you know this was if you had, if you had these guys if you had these guys in, in you know uh, your your pick six or or your or your fantasy your your championship or your third place game or consolation whatever. Mari, Mari Cooper, just, you know, resurgence. I wouldn't let, I know they're, you know, they're going to be restricted with their money going forward, but uh, you got to find a way to keep him. Uh, I mean, Amari, um, he's still got it. Uh, Elijah Moore has really emerged, you know, you know, especially when that people, people's Jones was traded away. And, and I, I was skeptical about Elijah being a number two receiver, but I mean, he's been, he's been good. He's been their number three option. Uh, and he, he's really, he's played a hell of a lot better than he did with the jets. I'll tell you that. So, uh, and then, you know, obviously David and Joku beast, um, jets. Yeah. Just trash, you know, trash, more, tr more trash. I, I need some more paper. I need some more paper so I can, <laughs> I can <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Here's some, um, here's some paper. Here we go. That's what I think of jets. That's what I, that's what I think of Trevor Sim, Trevor Simeon. <laughs> here, here we go. Trevor Simeon, Bree, Brees look great. You know, and I don't blame you. Yourself, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Give me two thumbs down on uh, Trevor Simeon. I, I don't put any of this on Garrett Wilson. I don't put any of this on Brees Hall. This is all coaching and and shitty quarterback play and a defense that that's not as good as advertised. So I yeah. And Dalvin Cook was a was a casualty, but hell, he might get himself a Super Bowl. You know, we were just talking about yeah. Dalvin Cook. A second ago. He might sign with the Ravens or or, or better at your Cowboys. I'd love him yeah. in Dallas. Imagine oh, him and him Pollard and and Rico as like a triple header. I I hell yeah. Sign me up. I yeah, I had just tweeted that to on our, our, our Twitter feed. I think Dallas, I think him actually coming to Dallas will help out Dallas quite a bit. Just just it'll help our backfield because he's a little, he's he's actually I mean he's a bigger guy. I mean it'll help us actually get the goal line. Um hopefully he passes waivers so we can snag him because I mean we need something. I mean 
Tony Pollard isn't the thing. I mean, he isn't, he hasn't done as anything all year long. I have him in Dynasty and I'm about ready. To, I'm actually going to punt his ass. I'm going to see if anybody wants him because I'm out. I'm done. You know, so I'm, I'm just out on uh, Pollard for next year. Wherever he lands, I'm just done. Um, I'll pick somebody up in a draft or something. Who knows? But yeah, I'm just done. But this will help our backfield out. No, no, this is a good debate here because, you know, I really don't want to talk about the Broncos and Chargers because that was trash. That, that was trash city. <laughs> the population, Sean Payton. I'll talk about Austin Eckler quick because I think it's a good comp. Okay, would you rather, and you guys could comment too, uh, 2024, whether it's Dynasty or Redraft, would you rather have Tony Pollard going forward or Austin Eckler? I think that's a good debate because Pollard's younger, obviously, but uh, Pollard has proven that, yeah, like Eric was saying there, he's a number two back. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a complimentary, he's a complimentary get, uh, guy. He's a little bit better than like a, a Khalil Herbert. You know, co nice complimentary back. You know, if he coming, you know, he's not a featured guy. There's only, you know, I'm glad they didn't pay him a ton of money. I'm glad they didn't pay Pollard, you know, 12 million or, or anything crazy like the 15 million, anything crazy. I mean, they gave him a reasonable contract. Eckler, you know, just Eckler or Pollard going forward, and you can answer too, Jay. Yeah, it's, I, I'm, 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 quite honestly, I'm out in both. I, I actually had the opportunity to actually draft Eckler this year, and in, in midst of actually, hopefully, him being as good as CMC, and yeah, I'm, I'm actually out. Um, I'm just out. Ah! I, even if he doesn't. If it even if he does go to a new team, I'm I'm more likely out. I mean, it's I hope he I hope him great wherever he lands. But far as fantasy, no, I'm I'm not drafting him. I mean, I'll I'll draft CMC over him all day long if it, if I have the first round pick or whatever. I mean, I'll draft him way before I even think about Eckler. I mean, Pollard. I mean, he's a good backup. I mean, that's it. I mean, he's he's a number two. I mean, it showed that he wasn't even. I mean, he had some good games. Don't get me wrong. I mean, but they. He's he's pretty much he's pretty much like a he's he's one of those guys that actually helps you like in the mid if you're like in the twenties or thirties. He's that good open field, you know, running back that's kind of in, in between the thirties and forties. You know, so I mean he's the guy that can spread that field that way. But when it gets to the goal line, I mean it's not him. It's not. You know, I mean he's kind of a comparable to um our favorite guy, you know, at, um with the the Ravens. I can't think of his name now. Our favorite guy. I just lost wind wind of him. Um, Mitchell. He's kind of like a Mitchell. I mean, he's oh, Melvin Gordon. No, not Melvin, Melvin Gordon. Go you, you think, no, no, I was, Mitchell. You think, uh, oh, uh, I, I was just saying. <laughs> I'm not talking about Mitchell. I, I mean, I he Tony Pollard is kind of like a Mitchell. I mean, he's good in those open spaces, but the goal line stuff, no, no, he's kind of he's kind of like one of them. He's kind of shifty, you know. He can catch a few balls here and there, but I mean that. I mean that's Tony Pollard in in a stump. But yeah, I'm out and I'm out on both both of those guys. What's that? Ooh, um, that's cold. Ooh. Um, yeah, I know. I'll get that's into I'll, I'll get into another game quick, and if you have one more, Jay, we'll we can wrap this. Uh, Get into one more game. Yeah. Jay probably get into one more as well if he if he uh, chooses. Uh, Pittsburgh. I would you know what. <laughs> I think. Uh, I don't think they're gonna. Uh, what I do think. I don't think they're gonna get into the playoffs. I, I think there's just too too many variables. 
you know, they look good. Their offense actually looked good for a change, and Seattle's a decent team. So, and they're not going to the playoffs either. So, um, Mason Rudolph, dude, I mean, it's, it's probably a one-off thing. I don't know if he's going to be as good, you know, this weekend. I think they're going to win again. And I think they'll be 10-7 and seven and miss the playoffs. But uh, going forward, I think, I think Pickett's got to go. Pickett is not the guy. This just proved it. Mitch Trubisky, they're wasting money. I think he's making like eight mil a year or some some crazy. I mean, you can get a way better backup for eight million dollars a year. You know what I mean? You can't be paying Mitch Trubisky that much. I would just I'd clean house at quarterback. If Mason Rudolph wants to stay the backup, if he just wants to be a career backup there, and I think I think he's you know he's improved a lot. So just from what I saw this past weekend, so uh, I thought I just thought I'd point that out. It's about time. How hard is that to go to George Pickens? He's another guy, but like our favorite guy, uh, you know, Garrett Wilson. It's just, why were you not, why are you not targeting George Pickens every, you know, uh, 12 times a game? Why? Yeah. No excuse yeah. not to. Yeah. Not Najee and, and Jalen Warren, you know, uh, separated. They're not as good. You know, if they were on different teams and, you know, Najee was in Seattle or Jalen Warren was in Denver, they wouldn't be as good. But together as a combo, they're a damn good one two tandem. And uh, yeah, I, I I just like what I saw with Pittsburgh. Like I said, Seattle's done. Uh, I think they probably draft a quarterback. Um, Tyler Lockett, he's going to be a guy in the in the free agency. You should be looking out for. I don't think he's going to be back with Seattle. I think he might be. I think he might sign with you know Kansas City or Green Bay, some team, some Midwest team that that uh, should want a veteran receiver. Uh, I think that's what happens yeah. in Seattle. I think J- JSN becomes their number two, and and JSN, JSN's value is just going to keep shooting up. And that's that, that's what I see from that game. Yeah, yeah, it should. Um, I mean, you, you were talking about Pickens. Pickens is kind of like the Terry Terry McLaurin, where he's not getting the ball. I mean, if you think about it, you know, we had Brisket come in, you know, and he he pretty much just was tossing yeah. him the ball, you know. So I mean, right. that's same 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 situation there. I mean, McLaurin wasn't getting the touches. I mean, he was their number one guy. He should should have been actually getting the you know you know. How should be tossing him first read? If not, then go to Dotson or the running backs or whatever. I mean, McLaurin's there for a freaking reason. Use him. I mean, it shows he's got the fucking talent. But hey, you know, just lack of lack of experience, and that's you know, I just I that's what it comes down to. You know, this I think this was a learning experience for Hal. We don't know what the, what the, what Washington is actually going to do in this offseason. I mean, I mean, they, hell, who knows? They could get a new quarterback. Who knows? I mean, they got the second round pick, you know, or whoever, whatever the hell it is. I don't remember, but they're up there. So I mean, they can actually get somebody. I got, I got, I got two words for the com- uh, for the Commanders, soon to be Redskins again. Uh, Jaden Daniels. That's what they they either need to you know trade down if you can get them a little lower or stay where you're at. Take him, take him at number two or number three, whatever you end up at. I'd take Jaden Daniels because I think Caleb's going on going at one. Drake May will probably go to the Patriots you know, if if that's kind of how the top three or four picks go. Uh, Washington is going quarterback. You have to. Sam Sam Howell is a really good backup. Um, not yeah, I I. Uh, He'll probably, you know, the way it goes, Jay, he'll probably get another starting opportunity five years from now. You know, he'll be, uh, you know, there'll be injuries and, oh, Sam Howell had to start 15 games for the Raiders or something. I mean, he'll, he's one of those kind of guys, like he'll be around the league for a while. He's good enough to be, but he's just, he's not like a successful long-term starter. Not at all. Yeah. It's, it's hard saying. Um, 
I, I just want to get a quick opinions on, I mean, I just going to mention a couple games here. Um, the Cardinals beat the Eagles, which was kind of nice. Um, you know, Connor came out, you know, 128 yeah. yards and a touchdown, Steven touchdown. So that was nice, to, nice stake to the Eagles, mm-hmm. you know, and the, given the, the, given the Cowboys, the division now. So I'm, I was kind of happy about that. Um, Wilson looked pretty dang, pretty good in this game, you know, um, 35 yards, a touchdown. So I'm pretty happy about that. And then, um, the other, the other one I want to mention here real quick is, um, where the heck did it go now? I want, I just wanted to mention the Buccaneers against the Saints, even though the Buccaneers lost Baker looked pretty damn good. 300 yards, two touchdowns. Um, Godwin had a pretty good game, 81 yards with a touchdown and, our favorite guy, I, I mean, this was, I was kind of happy about this, seeing um, Trey Palmer actually getting, you know, five targets, four receptions, 84 yards, and he got a touchdown. So, I mean, for me, this is kind of the, and I'll, I'll talk about him more too this offseason, you know. So, my eyes, Trey Palmer it is a riser for me, you know, for next year. Cause, yeah, this was just a good outlook. This game just kind of helped me kind of. I love, <laughs> excuse me. I love the fact that that Trey Palmer his value is going to stay like a 15 catch game against the Panthers or something. Like his value is going to stay low, or, you know. Because, but you got to remember they're getting rid of Bucks can't afford both these guys. They're not, and you know may, maybe Mike Evans would do a team friendly deal, but one of those two is gone, Godwin or Mike Evans or both. So Trey Palmer his value is going to shoot up. He will be he will be the probably the, at least the number two receiver going into next year, I believe. So. His his value is right now it's low, but it's it's going to start shooting up. Okay, it it, it just if, if you can get your hands on him, you probably get him in a in a, in a trade this offseason if you if you do dynasty and get him pretty cheap or next year in in, in a redraft league you can probably get him in the lower rounds because people are going to be sleeping on him. So uh, well, I, I like it. I like I like that he's not blowing up yet because I, I think he Jay I think he's going to blow up next year. Yeah, so his, you, know, you can get him for a cheaper price. You're definitely not going to be getting Trey Palmer off my hands. <laughs> You're going to have to pick and pry to get him off my team. No, no. <laughs> off your off your dead Rick Amorty's hands. Yep, over my yeah. dead body. So I, I think that kind of recaps some of the. You know, we can recap most of the games here, and so we're going to transition into um, our our other. Hi, our other segments, you know, our gold star players, um, the risers, and um, my couple highlighted players. So we're going to jump in over to that real quick. Um, but yeah, and then we'll get into Eli's uh, DFS stuff. And then we will get into our college spotlight at the end here after the DFS. Or we can do the or we can do the spotlight and then DFS, whichever, I guess. Well, we'll see what happens here. But first up, my favorite guy, like always, I, I just... Ah, Brees. You know, Brees Hall, it's his third time being in my highlighted players for, for the week. And I, it's just one of those things that I'm just fond of this guy. I mean, if you think about what he did last year, you know, he, he was actually leading the, you know, the pack last year as a rookie before he ended up getting, before he ended up getting injured, you know, so he came out. Gun, guns blazing this year. I was pretty happy about the, his the way he actually started the year. The first game, I was just like, I was in awe. I was already doing the little giddy dance because you know his his breakout couple week one. I was just like, hell to the yeah. Um, 
you know, so I mean, he was it was a lost year for him, <laughs> right? Um, so it was it was a lost year for him as you know as a rookie last year. <laughs> for a rookie last year, um, before he before he um, tore his ACL, but he did lead the um, the running backs before he tore his ACL last year. You know, at least a couple weeks before anybody could even catch up with him. Um, I was kind of disappointed in that, but the turnaround in, in this matter of fact is that he's actually number two in fantasy points, right behind CMC. He had 334 points. You know, so I'm happy. Uh, you know, I'm happy about that outlook there. Um, he's actually 21st in yardage, you know, I mean, you know, I think he had like 800 some odd, you know, rushing yards this season, but I mean, it was, it was expected the way the jets were, but I mean, if you think about it, I mean, 21st, I mean, you know, Chubba Hubbard, um, Chubba Hubbard at 20th, um, Kenneth Walker at 19, 18 at, you know, Devin Singletary. So I just think that, you know, I mean, Brees Hall, I mean, I think he probably, if he, if the Jets had a better offense, he would have surpassed already Chubba Hubbard and um, Singletary. I mean, he's way better than both those guys for sure. Um, Kenneth Walker kind of evenly matched in that aspect. Um, but here's the crazy, here's the crazy thing about you know the these you know dual threat running backs. You know, you know Eckler use Eckler is usually up there in this in this category. Not this year. Um, Brees Hall, unfortunately, was actually the number one receiving running back this year. He actually beat CMC just by a few yards, by a few yards. But, I mean, CMC had more touchdowns in, in that aspect. But um, receiving-wise, um, no, yeah, receiving yard-wise, um, he was actually first. Um, CMC second, um, Rashad White third, and Kamara at number four. So, I mean, he's – so that's a nice category to be in. Um Rashad White was kind of unexpected there, but I mean, other, other than that, I, mean, I just think overall a good year for him so far. Well, yeah, and and had checked down Charlie, aka uh, Zach Wilson, uh, you know, throwing him a lot of those passes, and now Trevor Simeon and whoever the hell else they played at quarterback. It's just it's gonna be a lot better, you know. Stay patient if you have shares of Brees. Stay patient. Aaron Rodgers will be back next year. Aaron Rodgers isn't, you know, this isn't the 2011, 2015 Aaron Rodgers. You know, he's an old man now, but he's he's still, you know, he's going to put Brees in a lot better spots. Uh, they're they're going to fix the offensive line or try to, you know, this offseason. Like, that's it's going to be unexpected. So they're going to make a lot of, lot of changes on that offense for the Jets next year. So hold on to Brees, um, you know, because this, his stock right now is a little lower. Because people people viewed him as being an All Pro, which he is. And, you know, given the right offense, offensive line, you know, certain circumstances, he should be right there with CMC. He really should. He should be a top three or four fantasy running back because he's got that yeah. skill set to do it. And and uh, you know, I'm glad that yeah, he was number one in receiving uh, or for for uh, receiving running backs. Yeah, 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 that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, and then right? um, I mean, you know, in in because his standard's so high. You know, because his standard's so high, we, we looked at it like a, you know, like it was like a, a lesser season. But, I mean, the stats were still pretty good, given given the whole, you know, scope of everything. And he came yeah. successfully came back from that injury last year, which which was, you know, uh, the biggest thing is that he's going to yeah. have a, hopefully a long, prosperous career and not be a, a you know, one and done or a, or a Saquon where he's hurt, you know, 
gets hurt every other year. Yeah. Um, to, fin to finish up that, he was number 26 in rushing touchdowns with four. So, I mean, in that category, I mean, you can tell just because the Jets' offense was just total garbage. Um, but he actually finished third in receiving in the running back categories with four. Um, CMC had seven. Jerome Ford actually had five. And then uh, fourth came in um, with uh, James Cook at four. So, I mean, you can kind of see where he kind of, you know, kind of fell in some of these categories. And we'll probably, I will be talking more about him. We'll probably talk more about him in the offseason. But this is just a general outlook on Brees Hall for this year. I was pretty, just to kind of wrap up our season, you know, just the 2023 season. You know, I, you know, Brees Hall coming back from the injury, you know, I was happy about that. You know, I mean, I was hoping that he recovered fairly well and it showed, you know, with him actually being, you know, the second in fantasy points for the season and, you know, just kind of the way his, you know, fantasy outlook was this year, I was happy with, you know, so, I mean, I was content with his production this year. Um, but yeah, I think that kind of, and then, you know, just his week seven, his week 17, um, 36 points, uh, 71, uh, he was on 71% of snaps, 13 attempts with 84 yards there, you know, nine targets, nine receptions, you know, one touchdown in there. So, I mean, he helped most of us kind of get some championships as well. Um, yeah, if there got anything else on Brees Hall before I get to my next guy? Nope, not a thing. All right. On to our next guy. Isaiah Likely, you know. It's funny that you know, you know a lot of us are not talking about more tight ends lately. But Isaiah likely, hopefully, maybe helped you guys actually get a championship too as well. Because I mean, this guy after you know Andrews was hurt, the last you know this, he was a waiver wire gem. Most of us didn't have him. If you're lucky to actually stash him on your, got him off yeah, the waiver wire. You you're probably Savior. like. You're probably like, yeah, you know, so you're very, very, very happy about that. Um, the last month, and yeah, half, <laughs> the last like last month here, like three out of the four of games, he was he hit double digit, you know, fantasy points, you know, um, 22 at the Rams, 18 at the Jags, I mean, eight at the Niners, I mean, that was a given. Um, 18 points at the Dolphins here, and this is you know, this last weekend, um. He had two touchdowns against, you know, um, against the Dolphins. I mean, so if, if yeah, you guys got to think about it, when when Andrews isn't there, Andrew, you know, likely is, you know, like another Andrews. I mean, he's just there. He's ready to, you know, get the, you know, take the ball from Jackson. You know, I mean, he can get upfield as just just as capable as Andrews. So I mean, I, you know, I had to. Well, I didn't really had a debate. I mentioned likely to someone on a different stream like well what about likely and he didn't think that was a capable capable start or a guy to snag up you know or having your lineups and i i was totally the opposite my my opinion was you know hey get likely into your lineups because he's gonna rock and roll he's gonna get touchdowns no matter you know he's he's a touchdown machine anytime he gets the ball he's gonna see a touchdown no matter what so i mean he had four touchdowns in this last month you know so i mean he he's a waiver wire gem in my eyes. I mean, he he. I'm surely he helped some people get some championships. So, any opinions on Isaiah Likely? Uh, 
Yeah, and Jay, I, I would hold on to him uh, going into not in a keeper, obviously. I mean, he's not going to be one of your three best teams, but in a dynasty going forward, I could see them trading Mark Andrews like if they need the cap space, and because uh, he's he's almost just as good. <laughs> I mean, that's that's saying a lot. I mean, this guy he was a stud at Coastal Carolina. He's been, you know, give, given the spot starts he, he's had in the NFL so far the last couple of years, he, he's been a stud. Uh, I would. If you need – I mean, you could roll with two really good tight ends. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that either. I mean, he could roll with those two and then Zay Flowers and then maybe re-sign OBJ to another one-year deal or something if he wants to, you know, keep playing football. But, yeah, I, I would consider, you know, moving off Mark Andrews because there, yeah. be there might be a market for him. So – yeah, uh, they're can, probably well. but yeah, I, I likely you know how 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 efficient is that man? Uh, you know, two two receptions, two touchdowns on three targets doesn't get any better yeah. than that. Uh, yeah, didn't, didn't waste any movement. No, no, I mean he's been a top five. Well, it sh should have been top five, but yeah, he's been a top five tight end three of the four last week. Yeah. So, I mean it's it just it just shows. I mean as much as we you know are the you know the the tight ends is kind of like a desert out there. I mean, you're, 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 you're picking and choosing any chance you can get a tight end that can get you at least, you know, eight to 10 points at least. And you know, every so often there's a one like likely that will get you double digits. So, I mean, he had 18 points this last weekend. Well, well, well there was, there was two major ones this year. You know, if you think about it, Trey McBride, Yep. a lot of leagues. He he was yeah. you know, he was a waiver wire wonder, and uh, and Isaiah Likely, and who who have been two Jay, who, yeah, who have been two of the top five tight ends probably the last four or five games. It's been Isaiah, you know, two of the five. I mean, it's been obviously Sam Laporta, but he's Sam Laporta. Yeah. Uh, it's been Likely and McBride, and those were waiver wire guys. So yeah, don't ever yeah, I, I don't ever just get over overly crushed about anything because they're in modern NFL. I mean, you can get yourself a quarterback, you can get yourself a tight end, you know, injuries happen. Or if you make a mistake on a draft pick, I mean, we, we all do it. You know, you screw up a pick like all oh, this guy, suck, like Austin Eckler, he sucked now. Well, you can offset that by getting a Isaiah likely, you know, off the waivers in the middle. of. Yep. More than likely. Hey, yeah. Do you like that? More than likely. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right. Yeah. That wraps up. My two highlighted two highlighted players. So, and we'll kind of transition over to Eli's uh, two gold star players and his riser. So, take it away, buddy. Come hither, come hither. What we got here? <clears throat> Offing up that bullshit. <clears throat> gold stars like they're going out of style, man. This, this is the last. You know, a uh, week of the regular season. Who know? Who knows? Maybe if we need to, you know, fill a segment in the playoffs, I'll give out a gold star for the wild card round or something. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, at least for probably the regular season, at least the fantasy football year, uh, last gold stars, handing them out. So here's one for Najee Harris. <clears throat> and I've ripped on this guy. I've ripped on this guy. Uh, I I thought you know his rookie year, what? they loved him, 1,200 yards, seven touchdowns, Pro Bowl. You know, like, oh, Najee's going to be the next Alabama. What? He's going to be the next Derrick Henry, you know, the next great Alabama back. You know, what, what kind of what, what Gibbs is now, just like that next Alabama guy to hit. And, you know, he's had, I mean, 
for every for, for all the you know the knocks on Najee, I mean, he's 77 yards from another thousand yard season. I mean, he had he's had this would be his third thousand yard year in in three years. So he's not that bad. He's not as bad as we made him out to be. It's just we uh, Pittsburgh was struggling for a while, and you know Jalen Warren was was kind of taking over the lead role. It was you know maybe there was a wake up call for Najee. You know, last few weeks he's been playing like gangbusters. Uh, you know, it's past Sunday, big game against Seattle. Uh, 27 carries, 122 yards, two tutties. Uh, for the yeah, like I said, for the season, about 77 yards short. He could easily get that. Uh, you know, if he's and, and Pittsburgh needs to win the game, so he will play. You know, they're they're not going to rest the running backs or receivers. So Pickens is going to get his. Najee's going to get his. Uh, seven touchdowns. You know, if he could add another one, I'm look. Let's say he gets 100 yards and a touchdown. I mean, you know, thousand twenty-five yards and eight touchdowns. Uh, that's a good season. You know, for a running back these days, where a lot of them struggle to stay healthy, uh, that's a pretty damn good season. Not like a All Pro Pro Bowl level season, but a re- that's a really good season. And uh, yeah, any thoughts on Najee? Yeah, it's. I mean, he's been kind of up and down, but I mean, I mean, other than that, I mean, I'm. If you had him, I mean, you're happy with what he what he did. I mean, seven touchdowns is not bad at all. I mean, I think that was that received. Yeah. Oh, season to- is that season total or was that just his average or the other one is two which one's which see that's the season total okay okay seven yeah so yeah, seven the one on the right the season and then the one on the left is, oh yeah. gotcha so yeah um seven touchdowns out of Najee is not bad and yeah if you can get another couple you know 70 some odd yards or however many more he needs yeah i mean for him being a thousand yard back i mean that's not bad at all as bad as you know this the Steelers identity is I mean you know Najee has been grounding and pounding it I mean it's not bad I mean for him getting almost close to a 10 touchdowns isn't bad production out of you know a guy who's kind of hits misses every once in a while I mean he had like 20 I think he had 20 some odd points this weekend I don't remember exactly 24 24 yeah 122 yards so I mean Najee is capable of like capable of having you know these hundred yard games when he when he wants to i mean it's i mean he's done it i think that, uh, this was his actually his first two game touchdown rushing which was crazy i don't think he's ever i don't think he'd done it at all that the year before either let me take a gander this this was i yeah i uh definitely the first two touchdown game of the season was also his first hundred yard game of the season. So I mean, maybe I'm being a little ambitious and oh Najee's Najee's hot right now. He's gonna, you know, but I think he can get at least 77 yards. He can get to that thousand mark. I think that's totally doable. Uh just yeah. Uh better late than never, because he's he's in trouble. Um, you know, I don't think he's gonna get a second, you know, he was on the he was on pace to not get a second contract, especially from Pittsburgh. And and I, I think you know, you're, you're going to have to consider it or, or, you know, maybe earn himself a franchise tag, you know, after, after next year, I think 2025 is when, uh, you know, you'd have to make a move on him. So yeah, yeah, Najee's kind of, you know, increasing, increasing his stock and then fantasy wise, you know, hold on to Najee, you know, just, just him and Warren because the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's going to get, I mean, they always do. They'll get, they'll get this right. I just think Pickett, Pickett's the guy I would, I would get rid of because I think he's trash. I think this year has proved proven that I don't care hurt or not. He's trash. And he, he didn't do George Pickens any favors. He didn't do Najee Harris any favors. Um, so it, it prior move any, any of those guys. So uh, yeah. any more thoughts um, before I move on? 
Mm, no, he um I mean he's capable like I um last year he had a couple touchdowns, two game touchdown up in there. Um just one other 100-yard game in there. I mean, so he's capable of having a few a couple 100-yard games, but nothing that's eye-popping. Um I mean his his probably his total average is between maybe 60 to 80 yards, you know, in a game. Every once in a while if you're playing a, if he's playing a bad defense, he might get 100 some odd yards and maybe a couple touchdowns, but I mean, this is that's kind of his average. You know, he's not, you know, a burst out kind of here I am, you know. So, but yeah, that's my thoughts. It, 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 and the Browns got a really good defense, obviously, but I think they're going to be resting some people. So that's why I'm a little optimistic that if you did go with Najee and like a DFS lineup or something, I think he'd, I think he'd be okay. Uh, let's see. Ah, Khalil Herbert. Ah, my main guy. Uh, he's another, you know, he's another guy. This is, you know, this is the pay rate. This is kind of where Tony Pollard should have fallen into. Although I think, you know, he he's he's a better, obviously he's a better all-around player than than Khalil Herbert, but this is where he should have fallen into. A nice complimentary back that, you know, on occasion gets you a hundred yards or gets you a decent fantasy fantasy day. Uh, but yeah, you know, this past Sunday, 18 carries, 124 yards, touchdown. Uh, the whole season, and he was he was hurt a few games too. I, th- I think it's just kind of been a rotating thing in Chicago. Um, you know, Roshan's kind of been the the pass catching back, and he's he was out for a little bit, and then you know, F- Foreman's been out for for a ton of the season. Khalil Herbert's been yeah. in and out, but yeah, and they all have about the same amount of yards, you know, from scrimmage. Whether it's you know more receiving like Roshan or more running uh, like uh, Herbert, I just I I think going forward they need a. I, I think they do well with like a. Uh, Blake Corum, you know, like a, a second round pick with the Bears, you know, a running back, like, you know, just a feature guy. It's, that's what they, that's what they need. They need a thousand yards. I think the Bears would love a Najee Harris, you know, just, just a solid, you know, nothing, it doesn't need to be great, but just a solid feature thousand yard running back. You don't need to be CMC. You don't need to be, uh, you know, one of these uh, Austin Eckler before he sucked. You don't need to be one of those guys. They just, I think the Bears would be fine with with something like that. But you know, Herbert's another solid, another solid year. I thought I'd give him some love because I he's he's a he's the perfect. Your running back is hurt that week. Fill in guy. He's the he's the perfect fill in guy. He can't be a yeah. fifteen to seventeen game guy. You know, like a feature guy. But if you need, you know, uh, your feature guy gets hurt. And you need three or four starts, and then some complimentary work. This is the perfect guy for that. Any any thoughts on on a uh, Cleo Herbert? Yeah, I mean, he pretty much is your complimentary back. I mean, if somebody's hurt, he can come in. He can kind of splash and dash a little bit. And I mean, you know, this year he he's had maybe he's only had a couple touchdowns this year. I mean, this last couple of weeks, but I mean, playing some bad defenses and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, that's that's going to be the cause of that there. Um, I mean, just looking at his twenty twenty two, his twenty twenty two. I mean, he's kind of the same way. He's kind of misses games. He's kind of here, kind of not there. I mean, he had four touchdowns last year, um, two the year before. So I mean, he's kind of here and there. I mean, he hasn't really fulfilled. He's always kind of injured. So I mean, he's he's missing a lot. He's not really getting a lot of work in. So I mean, yeah. I mean, he's a good change of pace running back. I mean, I I can see it. I mean, if you need somebody. Why not take a risk and see what happens? I mean, he can he's capable of putting up, you know, 150 odd yards and a touchdown if it all comes down to it. So he's that he's kind of that one of those one hit wonders talents kind of yeah. for the whole 
you know, you know, I don't think he's going to drop off because I don't think he's, I don't think he's lost a lot of tread on his tires. So I think going, for, if you have him in dynasty, keep him on the bench. You know, you'll you'll need him in spot starts probably even next year, even if they take a Blake Corum or the Henderson kid from Ohio State. You know, some some feature level guy, uh, Bucky Irving maybe from Oregon, you know, some guy like that. Um, but yeah, I, I I just hold on to Cleo. I, I wouldn't wouldn't uh, ever drop him. You're you know redraft league. Obviously, it's it's different. I don't know if he's going to be drafted next year or not, but definitely in dynasty. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure. Move on to uh, I'll do a riser quick, Jay, and then and then we'll take a break or do uh, or do DFS. But I'll get the I'll get the riser in here. Uh, I mentioned him earlier when we, we kind of went over the Packers Vikings game. Uh, Bo Melton, this guy this guy's come out of nowhere. I mean, uh, first 14 weeks of the season was on the practice squad. And th- these Packer receivers, man, they're they're coming out of the abyss. They're 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 just walking up through the swamp like where it's one after another, like zombies. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how many. The, the, that's a good question. I wish Donovan was was listening to the stream. Donovan, how many how many Packers receivers do they have stashed on the practice squad? Is what I want to know. Is there two more <laughs> that we don't know about that are going to come up? And I mean. Uh, I mean, these guys, I mean, you got Wicks and now Bo Melton, um, Dobbs, Watson, uh, you know, Jaden Reed, uh, the, the two young tight ends, probably another receiver I'm missing. Uh, yeah, they're just, they're coming out of the abyss. Uh, last three weeks, 11 grabs on 17 targets, uh, got 156 yards, uh, touchdown. I saw, you know, last three weeks, the weeks he's actually played, he's averaging uh, about 52 yards a game. So I'm which, which is solid. I mean, it's not starting level, you know, in, in a, you know, if you obviously I hope you're not starting Bo Melton in your playoff matchup, unless it was like a 20 man league or you were desperate or something, but uh, going forward in dynasty, he, I mean, he's worth, he's worth kicking the tires on. I, I would assume he's on the waiver right now. I assume he, I, I haven't checked dynasty. I mean, I, yeah, I haven't been up on it as much as, you know, since the season ended, uh, uh, the, you know, uh, Sunday, but um, or Monday, uh, I, I would assume that he's one of the top five sleeper guys to grab, you know, going for your dynasty team going forward, you know, of, of like guys you can, you know, uh, bid on. So, uh, go over there. And if you're on sleeper, if you're in dynasty over there, uh, redraft, he just redraft league. He's somebody to consider for next year amongst, you know, five or six other green Bay receivers. But, um, the fact that he had a six catch 105 yard game and a tutty, I mean, that they don't just hand out hundred yard games in the NFL. So, I mean, the guy's got a little bit of talent. Uh, he was a seventh round, seventh round pick out of Rutgers a couple years ago by Seattle. Seattle let him go. Green Bay, I think, signed him this. Green Bay cut him, too. He didn't even make their 53-man roster. Ended up on the practice squad. And uh, and now he's just – now he's booming. See, Keith, I don't know who who's the better, you know, uh, practice uh, – probably the best practice squad pickup of the year, either Joe Flacco or Keaton Mitchell. But – you know, just how people ascended. But, I mean, Bo Melton, not not far behind. Um, you know, and, and I looked at his stats at Rutgers. He didn't do anything special. He's not a guy you, like, we would have, you know, if we, we had been doing our spotlight segment a couple years ago, if we had the show, like, he, he wouldn't have been a guy that wouldn't, have, that wouldn't have been on our radar. He was like a 600-something yard receiver for a couple years at Rutgers uh, during the pandemic year and then 2021. So not a guy that was really popping. But I, I just thought I'd give a little give a little background on him. So you know, if if you do, you know, if he if he does move up the depth chart, if they're if they Watson, you know, he just becomes a problem and they trade him or something. They they you know chase Claypool him, ship his ass out, 
Uh, if Dobbs is banged up and they need younger receivers in there, Bo Melton might be a guy to consider. Any any, yeah, any thoughts sure. on Bo? Um, yeah, just I mean, if you're especially if you're in a deeper league, I mean, he might be like a 16 man like you know league. He that that's where he probably would be useful. You know, these smaller. 10 12 more likely not he'd just be a waiver wire guy no more than likely um dynasty you know you know i mean he's probably not a bad not a bad guy to have on your bench just in case if you know dobbs is out or christian is not going you know so i mean you know so i mean he's kind of a one of those guys you could probably put in in a dynasty lineup if you're if you're really needed to if it all depends if he sticks around too but i mean yeah this this is a nice little you know show you know nice little look for people to look at to put on tape you know i'm like oh hey look what this guy can do you know so i mean the more tape you can get out there and you know actually look decent you know so it'll just help your stock in general but yeah that's kind of um my thoughts on you know bo melton i never heard of him and yeah he had a had a pretty game love had a pretty good game but i i think we'll probably talk about more of these guys you know We'll talk about we'll talk about more of these guys here, like in the off season. You know, just when we get to our divisional previews, oh, yeah. we'll talk more about these Packers. Oh offense. yeah, and that's and that's why that's the whole point of the segment. Yeah, I know. Oh, definitely, because they got a lot of guys like this that are on his level, and and that's good that you say it about tape because like if some, you know, if you, they want to send him back to the practice squad or trade him or something, I mean, now he's now he's an asset. Like, hey, this guy had a you know hundred yard game and a and a must win playoff level atmosphere so you know it's like hey this guy can you know get the job done so um yeah but that's why we do this segment not jay watches college football religiously you know i watch um you know we we do how many leagues you know dynasty you know all these different and we didn't know who the hell bo melton bo melton was so obviously <laughs> you probably didn't know who the hell uh bo melton was oh. so that's why we do this segment to just get get these guys get their backgrounds out there so you know we're you know and if he does pop in the future, if Bo Melton is the starting receiver for the Green Bay Packers in 2025, then you're like, oh, I, I have this. I know this guy's background. This guy's this guy's great, or you know, whatever. He can't. He came from from nowhere. So, yeah, for sure. Good story. Um, Good story. Yeah, for sure. Um, you can jump into your DFS stuff, and then we'll get into the college spotlight. Yeah. You bet. All right, so uh, kind of changed it up from what I used to do. So uh, DraftKings has got two new uh, options in their kind of their um, section. So you can do super, super flex or pick six. And pick six is, you know, basically parlays. <laughs> and then super flex is just it, it basically you have an option of, the you know, the classic nine man or there's a couple different size, you know, where you, where you pick them. Um, so this will be eight man and it'll be uh, super flex. And so I went up with my with my uh, with my amount. So we're still we're still doing uh you, you know we're still shopping for bargains. I I feel like bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. You know I got my <laughs> cart here. Uh, so we're still still hunting for bargains here. I I raised it to to sixty two hundred. So because there's eight you know eight uh, fifty divided by eight is about sixty two hundred. So that so we're gonna keep all the players under sixty two hundred, and find you some deals. Now there's a there's a ton of players that are gonna be out this week. Because of you know even minor injuries. I mean, if the these teams that clinched aren't aren't going to risk anybody. Like if CMC, he's not. But if CMC had like a a growing issue, he wouldn't play. I guarantee. Even the minor, minor things like there's like probably eight starter, probably seven or eight starters that are going to be out. Uh, they're going to be replaced by guy you know like backups. So 
it's it's gonna that opens up the door though. I mean, I just I put East, so I'll start at number five and work work my way up to number one. So I put Easton Stick at number five because he's the only he's like the backup that's the most proven that's under this amount. Obviously, Jake Browning, but he he's he's a little over that. Jake Browning's a little too expensive for what we're the segment we're doing. So based on the price point and the experience, I put Easton Stick at five. You could stick any backup quarterback in there that's got fairly decent weapons. Um, I, I don't know if Puka and Cooper Cup were going to play. Carson Wentz going to have some value. Um, if Debo and Brandon Ayuk and Kittle and all those guys with the 49ers are going to play Sam Darnold. I know Sam Darnold's under 5,000. So there, there's some great value in some other starters as well. I just happen to pick Easton Stick. Uh, number four, Demarcus Robinson. This guy's been playing like gangbusters, man. Uh, four touchdowns in the, in the past five games, which is like an average of almost one a game. Uh, what? What? Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't believe it either. He's had 34 targets the last four games, so that's like, yeah, that's like. So he's averaging almost a touchdown a game, eight targets a game the last, you know, last month of the season. Just he's been coming on like crazy. He's really filled that that void that you know after after uh, Van whatever his name was Van Jefferson. He's irrelevant after Van <laughs> Jefferson was traded. Mark, Marcus Robinson's really been that solid number three receiver, and you know Tyler Higby being gone. Uh, it's been, yeah, it's pretty much been a Puka Cooper cup, uh, Kyron Williams and, uh, Demarcus Robinson show at 4,500. I think that's a good bet because he's going to, you know, he's going to play Carson Wentz has got a big arm. Uh, he, I mean, McVay's offense works for anybody. Look what happened, you know, look Baker last year or some of the other backups. I, you know, if had, had it been Stetson Bennett playing this week, if he, he had not been, a, a you know, doing, had dealing with his issues, um, somebody, somebody be getting these yards. It's going to be Demarcus Robinson this week. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a hundred yard game and a touchdown. I, I don't at all because San Francisco, like I said, they're going to be resting a bunch of people. Demarcus Robinson's probably going to want another contract somewhere. He's going to want like, Hey, Hey, I tore it up the last, that's what Baker did. That's why he got the contract from the bucks. You know, from his performance, the Rams and Demarcus Robinson and Wentz got something to prove. So, uh, and speaking of the Rams, I put a uh, Davis Allen at number three, 2,500 for a tight end. Uh, I, I like those chances because, you know, I haven't heard any reports, but if, if Cooper, if Cooper cup and Puka are out or going to be very limited, you know, play a quarter or something like that. Cause the Rams already clinched. Uh, yeah. You, you just don't know. Tyler Higby's out. To get, but to get a starting tight end for twenty five hundred, that's a hell of a deal. I like it. Sign me up. I put him at number three because he had he had that big game against the Ravens. If you remember, you know, he had four catches, fifty yards, the tutty. So he 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 proved that he can get it done in a big game. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if him and Demarcus Robinson both pop. That's why I put them here, and they're cheap. Uh, James Conner's a little more expensive at number two, but yeah, he's dude. He's just been tearing it up, uh, averaging one hundred and ten all purpose yards the last four games. So just, you know, that's between receiving and, and rushing. So he, he's been like pretty much a hundred, hundred yard, uh, you know, per game monster the last four weeks. And then, and then when you get touchdowns from him and he had 15, a couple of years ago, I know it's kind of down this year, he was hurt, but he's, he's just been, he's been tearing it up the last month of the year, the whole Cardinals team. They're, they're on the upswing. That That's a team. That's a dangerous team going into next year. I know they look like a joke right now. They're four and 12, but next year, Kyler, if he's, Fully healthy McBride. If they go get Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, in the draft, they'll actually have a legit number one receiver. Uh, you know, a legit number one tight end, and James Conner. Who who knows? They might have to move off him, but or he or if he gets a little long in the tooth. But you know, you draft a running back, so you take Marvin Harrison, and then maybe you take 
uh, you know, Bucky Irving or or uh, Blake Corman in the second, second or third round and get, and get yourself a, a decent starting running back too. So uh, James Conner, though, for the time being, put up number two. And uh, it, it's it's that time of the year. I, I you know it's not Christmas anymore. You know it's we're past the new year. But there's no every year it never fails, Jay. Every year there's always a Darius Slayton sighting. You know he pops up. You know it'll be like week what? five. Most what the most random ass games. This guy will pop like week five. It'll be you'll see six catches, 102 yards, and a tutty. You'll be like, huh? What? Oh oh, Darius Slayton's still in the league. Oh Darius Slayton's still getting targets. What the hell is this? And then, so it'll be a random, it'll be a random week early in the year, and then towards the end of the year, he does this. He does it every year. Go look it up. He does this every year. The last couple games of the year, he tears it up. Uh, this this past, uh, let's see, yeah, the last two games, he's had average of ninety eight yards a game, uh, uh, two touchdowns. So a touchdown. So basically, he's averaging ninety eight yards and a touchdown in the last two games. He uh, he's one of the better uh, receivers, and they're gonna play their guys. They got Tyrod out there. He can sling it a little bit. I think for 4000 Penix Jr. coming up soon. Yes, he is. You damn right. Uh, stay tuned for that. But, yeah, if you're playing DFS this week, this is my number one bet. I, I'll stake my own money. Money! I'll stick my own money on this. Darius Slayton, number one, 4000 Best bet of the week. Money! Any thoughts on, the, on these guys? Um... I mean, it's funny to talk about Day um, Slayton. You know, I was I. I mean, if Ty- Tyrod's in there, yeah, then it's probably not a bad option. Yeah. Connor, I mean, I mean, Connor's. I mean, if he's going to continue, if he's if he's going to play this weekend, sure, why not? Or, you know, if he can be, if he can, you know, do uh, redo what he did this last weekend, then sure, why not? Um, yeah, Easton Stick. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's risky. The Chargers are trashy, anyways. Um, if Robbins, I mean, hell, I mean, for, for, you know, if you want to get some guys that are up there a little bit more, I mean, yeah, for low budget, I mean, Robson, if he's actually getting that many targets and, you know, if, you know, and if, you know, staff is slinging the ball around, I mean, why not, why not give him a chance? You know, you never know. Um, I'm not sure much about Allen, but uh, I mean, all of the rest of them look pretty damn good to me. Oh, and, and by the way, don't forget, um, if you guys are our, if you guys are on sleeper, I just got a notification where you can actually, they, you know, they, they, they're giving you $25 in your credits for, to play on their DFS for, you know, um, um, for parlays. So you got, I think it's, you got until, I think it's available till like the January 14th or so. So go over there. If you guys are on sleeper, go over and check it out. Now you probably got a notification. They're giving you $25 to, play on their site so i would take i I would take advantage of that so i'm going to take advantage of that as well so yeah if you guys are in sleeper go out there and check that right now and go put some bets in since we're talking about speaking of which you know what if one segment was good if one segment was good two is better uh, we're gonna we're gonna crank these pick sixes out quick. This is another new game from from uh, DraftKings. Love DraftKings. Uh, I made I made a little bit of money, you know, from you know nothing crazy or anything. But uh, this is this is a, the way to do it, and it's so simple. Uh, you just get the app, and, you know. And we don't have sponsorships or anything from them. I'm not talking them up. I mean, I I just think it's a legit good service. You know, uh, you know, Jay does parlays. I I do them, and it it is simple. You don't have to. You're not competing against. 20, you know, whatever, 50 other people in a bracket, 
or in a pool or a hundred people or even 10 people. I mean, it's pretty much just uh, you and what, and what you think. So, uh, the way I'm going to do it here, I have the 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 yards listed, and then I'm I'm going to go if I'm going to go under or over that. Uh, so I wish I had a graphic to be like, oh, but you know, I'm not that sophisticated. So I'll you know just have to watch my mouth here. Uh, start at number five, C.J. Stroud at one and a half passing touchdowns. Hell yeah, sign me up. Uh, tore up the Colts earlier in the season. And I think it's going to happen again. I think it's going to be, but I think it's going to be a higher scoring game and more competitive. But I think the Texans are are going to score points. I I would I would easily take over a touchdown and a half. I would say at least I'd say three touchdowns. I think CJ is going to have three touchdowns. He's going to have a big game. Texans are going to get into the playoffs. Uh, so I I would put money on that uh, as one of my pick sixes. So I'm just I'm taking like the there's other options. There's other games, uh, but this is for Saturday. Obviously, if we had another show, I'd do Sunday because there's more games. But so these are the five I, I picked for for Saturday. So you can do Sunday as well, J- just to like, oh, where Eli? Where's the the Rams players or Eli? Where's the you know Ravens players? Well, it's like I said, there's only a couple games on Saturday, so that's why I just went with uh, what's here is available. Uh, but number five, C.J. Stroud. Yep, he's gonna have above touch uh, um, uh, touchdown and a half passing. Uh, number four, Josh Downs, four and a half catches. I think under. He's you know. He hasn't had – I think it's been, uh, I think, four or five games since he's had over four catches. I mean, he, he's been he's been coming down. I mean, middle of the year, he was like gangbusters. We thought, wow, this this kid's really emerging. This guy might be the – you know, him and Tank Dell might be neck and neck for, uh, you know, like rookie receiver of the year or something. But uh, he's really come d- back down to earth. And, you know, Alec Pierce has gotten more involved in the offense. Uh, I, I'm going to say under, I'm going to say he's under four and a half catches again. Um, I think a lot of the work is going to be, uh, Pittman jr. And the tight ends for uh Minshew this weekend. Uh, number three, Damian Pierce. This is, this seems like a joke, but he really hasn't do since he came back from the injury. Uh, he, I think he's been over 15 yards rushing once. I think he had like 16 yards rushing. So this, this isn't as much of a joke as it looks like, but I mean, Damian Pierce, like we were saying, this guy at one time was touted, Hey, this guy might end up. You know, middle of last year, we're thinking, oh, man, this guy might turn into a top five running back. Wrong. Uh, be lucky to stay in the league much longer. <laughs> but 15 and a half yards, I mean, I mean, he, all he needs is one 20-yard carry, and he's above that. And I think he's due. I would say he's above 15 and a half rushing yards. Uh, number two, Nico Collins, 71 and a half receiving yards. Uh, Nico's really their only, you know, uh, other than the tight end, I mean, since Tank Dell's been out, I mean it's a Nico show, and 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 he had another big game this past weekend, and I think he's going to have one again. I think he's going to catch at least one, if not two, of a of a Stroud's touchdowns that I'm projecting. So and and definitely with the receiving yards, I, I could easily see another hundred yard receiving game. So he's going to be well over seventy one and a half receiving yards. And and just to recap quick, so C.J. Stroud is going to be over uh, touchdown and a half. Do- Josh Downs is going to be below uh, four and a half catches. Damian Pierce is going to be above. Uh, 15 and a half rushing yards. Nico Collins is going to be above 71 and a half receiving yards. And then Gardner Minshew is actually going to be below 249 and a half passing yards. And and Gardner's had a bunch of 300 yard games this year, but he's he's been struggling as of late. And I think I think he'll, I think he'll have a solid game. Might get like 225, 230. But I. They set these marks for a reason. Like these Vegas guys, they know their they know their stuff for a reason. And he, like I said, he, down the stretch here, he hasn't been throwing for as many passing yards, and I think he stays kind of stays where he's at. And he only had like 170 something 
passing yards, their first matchup earlier in the season. So I, yeah, I, I would go under 249 and a half. Any, any thoughts, quick, any thoughts on these Jay, before we get into um, college spotlight and Penix? Yeah. Um, yeah. I probably agree with that. Cause they're, I think they're playing the Texans. That's going to be a rough game. So he might be under that Collins. Heck, yeah. He could probably be over on 71 Pierce. Yeah. That, that should be an easy parlay with him being, that's if he does get some cat, you know, if he does get some rushing yards, if Singletary is not taken away from him, that should be an up for there and downs. I mean, if it does come down to it, I mean, I can maybe see Downs maybe getting five catches. I could, you know, if he, if, you know, Minchu is getting in trouble, I could probably see it. I, so I might go over on, on the five or the 4.5. And CJ Stroud, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's got to get two touchdowns to make that one work. So, you know, it's, it's very possible in this game. And that's, uh, that's the pick six. And we did the super flex five up there. Uh, yeah, and you and you have you could pick if you have guys haven't tried this before, you can pick up to six players. So you can add one more to the six I just did. You can get into the Steelers uh, game or um, yeah, Steelers Ravens game is the other game on Saturday. If you want to pick a parlay from that, you know, Mason Rudolph, if you think he's gonna, I, I forget what his number was, but you know, if you want to take the over for his passing yards or touchdowns or or pickings or any of those any of those guys, Steelers will be playing everybody. And the same thing here. This is a play. This is basically a playoff game. This Texans Colts game. So and Ravens will be the team that's resting. So the only four teams playing Saturday. The only one you got to worry about is Baltimore. But the other three are going to be fully stocked uh, with all their players. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, guys. Um, we are going to be right back. We're going to transition into our uh, college spotlight. So we'll be back in like fifteen seconds. So if you finally made it to the end of our show. We're gonna jump into Michael Penix Jr. So let's uh, let's jump into it and uh, yeah, get into chats. Let's let's talk about this guy and let's go. Welcome back, everybody. Yes, it's been a very long stream, but we're uh, we're we're gonna jump in and actually talk about Michael Penix Jr. Um, he was actually just the um, you know Sugar Bowl uh, winner from this last Monday, um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting debate here. I've I got some I got some stuff I got some stats and stuff like that I'll share here after Eli kind of jumps into everything and. Yeah, we're all gonna. I'll post this up later. Share it later on, and um, yeah, this is gonna be a good debate. Yeah, my main man panics. Just been tearing it up. Tore up Texas, four hundred and thirty yards, two touchdowns. You guys saw. You saw what happened there. Uh, Texas is. I mean, they're. I mean, they're loaded. Both sides of the ball. Just it, it couldn't stop the guy. Couldn't stop the guy. And uh, I, I think that's going to carry on in the NFL. So we're going to get into, uh, you know, his, his prospects, if you will. Um, I, I'll start off with, with uh, who I think his comp is. And I don't know, maybe people don't see this. I, I was thinking maybe Kurt Cousins, just, you know, with the, with the size. But he's a better athlete. He's a better athlete than Kirk. I, I think he's more in like a, like a left-handed C.J. Stroud kind of realm. 
I could see him having, you know, similar rookie stats uh, kind of coming in next year and, and, uh, and doing a lot of what, what CJ and, and, and you know, C- I, I was impressed with his mobility, even in the, the sugar bowl game. I, I, you know, everybody says, Oh, he can't move. He's, he needs a great offensive line. He can't move. He, he moves pretty damn well in the pocket. He's just not a scrambler, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Joe Burrow, you know, Joe Burrow isn't a scrambler, you know, but he can move well in the pocket too. You don't have to be And Joe Burrow. You know, when he's healthy is a top, probably a top three quarterback. So like, I, I, I want to get rid of that, you know, cause that's one of the knocks on Penix is, is he's not, Oh, he, he, he's not a scrambler. He's not, oh, that's a good thing. I don't want, I don't want him, you know, he's gonna be your quarterback for, for the next 10, 15 years. I don't want him getting, you know, I don't want to get, get getting concussed like Tua, you know, you know, a couple multiple times a season or anything crazy like that. Uh, so yeah, that's where I would start the comp with is uh cj stroud uh like i said similar height similar similar you know build and just just left-handed and uh and uh but yeah i think similar stats uh draft buzz that's kind of who we've been going with lately uh i know we we did a couple other places for for prospect rankings but i just like draft buzz because they include a lot a lot broader range of players it's not just you know pff for you know other places it's very like first roundy and I, I like, you know, a variety, you know, we, we've done a bunch of different profiles and I, I like the fact that there's a variety. And so they put him, Penix reminds me of Mike Vick, Eric, uh, not as much of an athlete. Obviously Mike Vick is more Lamar Jackson in terms of uh, the ability, you know, he can get you a hundred, you know, Penix isn't going to rush for a hundred yards, but he moves well in the pocket. I think he's he, like CJ Stroud. That's why I use the comp there. He, he he's de- a deceptive athlete. You just don't, you just don't really see it. Cause they're not, they don't ask him to do that. It, his, his strength is reading defenses and throwing it deep to, to <laughs> Adunze, uh, Polk, uh, McMillan, all, right. all the stud, all the stud NFL receivers he's got. Uh, but yeah, draft buzz has got him as a number, number nine overall prospect, uh, number four quarterback behind obviously Caleb Drake may and, and Jaden Daniels. So he's projected to go in the first round. And like I had mentioned, you know, he's uh, got a four six four forty, which is, I mean, for a quarterback, that's, that's really good. I mean, that's, that's nothing to snuff at there Tua Tua, who everybody keeps calling him. They call him a taller, a taller, bigger arm Tua. Uh Tua ran a four nine, you know, so uh, he slings the ball like Dick. Yeah. Probably the motion, Eric, but, but th- I think that's, you know, I'll get into his strengths and weaknesses here in a second. Um, mechanics. That's another thing they're probably going to have to work on when he gets to the NFL just to perfect that. Uh, but yeah, he, he's got a, you know, a decent 40 time, uh, got decent, you know, got prototypical quarterback size, nothing wrong there. Uh, what was it? What else was I gonna say? Oh yeah. Uh, Oh, sorry. I need that. Oh yeah. I was, I was gonna say, uh, where, where he's good. That was awkward where he's going to go in the draft. I would assume, I would assume he'd go to the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, they've got, I think he needs a good offensive line because like he, he's not a scrambler. So if you're going to have a burrow, if you're going to have, you know, Mahomes, you're going to have a guy that's, you know, an athlete, but not freakishly athletic, like Josh Allen, Lamar, you know, guys like that, uh, AR five, you, you need to have a good offensive line. And I think Atlanta, because I got a top five offensive line, they just, they have a ton of weapons in the top five offensive line. I think that'd be the perfect spot. I don't know about the coach. I think he's kind of an idiot. Uh, quarterback, obviously, that's why they're taking him. Uh, Heineke, uh, Heineke and Desmond Ritter, get the hell out of here. This is a wasted year. This was a wasted year for the Falcons, really, <laughs> with all their cheap young talent. 
yeah, just but Penix would fix a lot of that. I get, and I, I hate to see it because they're in you know Bucks division, but I mean Penix would fix a lot of their issues. Uh, his strengths and weaknesses, like I said, big arm, high high football IQ, uh, good intangibles. Uh, like I said, it can layer throws. He's got he can make every throw in the book. I mean this this guy is your prototypical NFL, you know twenty twenty four NFL quarterback. I mean this is this is what you want. Can sling it. Uh, yeah. Weaknesses, like I said, uh, gonna need a good offensive line, and probably gonna need to fix his his throwing motion, his mechanics a little bit. But they fixed Aaron Rodgers' mechanics. Remember Aaron Rodgers came in and he kind of threw like a robot. You know, Aaron, they, yeah. Aaron Rodgers turned out turned out to be one of the best quarterbacks ever. So you know, just because they got to fix your throwing a little bit, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, he had a, and Aaron Rodgers had a great college career too. So um, you know, Penix is I, I'd argue he's the best quarterback in the country, and he has been all year. He's better than Jaden Daniels. He's at least at the collegiate level. He's been better than Caleb. He's been better than all these guys. Uh, but yeah, yeah he's, sure. he's going to need some. Uh, 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 tuning up on his mechanics. Uh, stats there. I'll get into his stats, then I'll let Jay jump in. Uh, 2022 and 2023, very similar stats. So he wasn't like a one-year wonder, and that's what people worried about with Joe Burrow. Is he was kind of a, you know, he, he had those freakish stats in 2019. Like, can he translate that? And, and he sure as hell did. But, um, you know, almost the same number of passing yards. The passing attempt. He's actually more efficient this year. You know, less passing attempts. The completion percentage was, um. You know, about about a point and a half higher, which is good. I mean, that's that's what they're going to want in the NFL. Is it, you you got to be accurate, okay? So that, that's that's the biggest thing. Even more so than having being able to throw a seventy yard bomb, you got to be accurate. Um, thirty, you know, thirty one touchdowns last year, thirty five this year. Um, eight picks last year, nine picks this year. So, uh, whatever, four rushing touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns. So, I mean, he can he can move a you know. I, I just I don't I think some of these knocks are I think the only thing I would say is is the is the mechanics and and they're and good NFL coaching is gonna fix that real quick. So I, I think yeah. all around he 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 is a I think he's a better prospect than Dre May. Drake May. Uh he might be I I think it's probably Caleb, Jaden Daniels, and then Penix. I think Penix is the third best quarterback prospect. And then I would put wow. May and probably Bo Nick by four and five. So I'll I'll see what Jay thinks, but that's uh that's my analysis of uh of uh Mr. Mr. Penix and and he, I was gonna say quick he's done it against top end competition. I mean they whooped Oregon a couple times this year, which isn't e- I mean Oregon's one of the best programs in the country. That isn't easy to do. Uh, you know no, beat Texas. He's, I mean even Oregon, I mean, Pac twelve was stacked this year. Even Oregon State they you know you know they beat. So I mean they they beat some really good teams this year, and and I and another knock could be quick and then i'll move on um you know the, that he had three nfl receivers but maybe he made them i mean we don't we haven't seen uh a dunze catch passes from uh you know like tua yet or uh mcmillan catch passes from russell wilson yet like that's to be seen like you know who knows we'll we'll, we'll see when these three receivers are drafted what their career careers end up to be uh you know comparable to Penix, and and we'll see we'll see how things work there and, and Maybe maybe they stay together. Maybe maybe a team takes Penix in the first round, and then they take Poke in the I don't know third fourth round. So yeah, for sure that, for sure. What, what are your thoughts? Um, I I, I like uh, Penix over Daniels. You know, so that's that's just my opinion there. You know, Williams, Mays, Penix, and then, then Daniels. But that's just me. I just think uh, I just think Penix is more of a more of a 
NFL starter kind of quarterback than Daniels. I think he might yeah. take a little bit, but, but I mean, I mean, it all depends on where he is going to land too. I mean, he panics could sit a year too. It all depends too. I mean, I mean, if he sits a year, I mean, the only downfall is a lot of people think that he's a little bit older quarterback, but I will mention that here in just, uh, in just a moment. Um, so I, I am going to bring up, I'm going to kind of go backtrack here with a lot of things here real quick. So, um, Penix Jr., I'm just going to kind of just give everybody an overlay on uh, everything here real quick and whatnot. So pretty much, you know, Penix Jr. started his career out. The Indiana days. Yep. Yep. He started his career with the Hoosiers. He played three games as a freshman in in 2018. He actually tore his ACL, you know, against Penn State, you know, so that kind of ended his freshman career, his freshman season. And 2019, he recovered from his ACL, earned his starting job back. Um, he only played six games, and then he ended up ended up having uh, a um, soldier a a soldier joint injury with on his one of his arms there. So that kind of ended his nine his 2019. Um, in 2020, he actually played um, you know played another six games to only tear um, his ACL in the same knee that he had had um, surgery on. So he tore his ACL twice in that same knee. Um, then, and that was in 2020. Um, and then 2021, um, he only played five games during his junior year, only to miss just out on like the season to an AC joint on his, his on his throwing shoulder, I think it was, um, or one of his shoulders. Um, so he, that's when he ended up transferring over to the Huskies. Um, so in 2022, he was actually fully healthy. Um, he actually played a full season, pulled a full season um, with uh, with the Huskies. So and I'll pull this up here quick too as well. So I mean, just uh, okay. Um, oh crap! I'm not sure what's going on here. Um, something happened going on here. Um, so it's it's okay. I I had some I had some dead air for about twenty seconds, so we're good. <laughs> I was like, what was I thinking of? That's, yeah, should I should I bump myself on the head? <laughs> yeah, yeah, something happened here, but uh, yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, I was gonna do some other different slides there. Um. Yeah, my my uh, little squirrels here won't are not popping up for some odd reason. Um, well, okay then, we'll just kind of continue on here. Um, but it, up here in the corner here it shows his his for his stint with the Hoosiers and Huskies. Um, just some quick notes here. Um, you know, he had a high completion rate of seventy five percent. He put, completed most of his passes. He averaged about eleven yards per attempt. Um, his 2020, his 2023 season, he averaged about almost 400 yards per game. Um, and then Michael Penix, um, he's kind of more of your pocket passer, kind of dual threat kind of guy. I mean, he'll run if he really has to. I mean, it's kind of so, so, um, he does he won't really run, run at all. Um, and then, um, a couple other notes here. He's got a great deep ball. I mean, he, his, um, his decision, his decisions into making, you know, um, over kind of like the 
coverages can be a little scary a little bit, you know, especially when it gets into, you know, those tight areas and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so that can be kind of scary. And then, um, and, and then he's, he's great under pressure too. If he needs to, he'll scramble a little bit too as well. And then, um, the other good thing he's actually good at is that he can actually get, he can actually hit receivers in stride, which is pretty awesome. And you, as you can see in, with, in some of that, um, trigger bowl, some of his passes to a Dunze and Polk and, you know, McMillan, some of them are just pretty much on, you know, pretty much in stride catches. Some of, there was one where he, one where he was actually like just hanging there for a little bit and it was just kind of like just there. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, other than that for his dynasty outlook, he's pretty much a first, first rounder somewhere in there. So, but, uh, but yeah, those are just kind of my, uh, things on, uh, Penix there. Um, and then, uh, so he's actually, here's my QB comparison here real quick too, as well. Um, with Penix and McCarthy, um, a lot of people think just because, you know, he's been in the college, you know, in the college atmosphere for so long that, you know, he's a little bit older quarterback that he's, he, he doesn't have what it takes to be an NFL quarterback that he's, you know, he's got too many injuries, but I mean, if you, if you really think about it, he was plagued with a lot of injuries that, you know, you know, in my eyes, he's maybe only got maybe three or four years under his belt. Really. If you think about it with the stint that he actually was in there, um, in with, uh, um, college season, you know? So yeah, it's weird. That's, That's why I think he, well, that's what I was to say. That's why I think he needs a great offensive line and, and get the ball out quick, kind of like Tua. You know, obviously Tua's got to do it because he's smaller. He just you know, got got, got a uh, quick release. But um, I and then, and then this national championship matchup, I I don't know what the I'm not a JJ McCarthy guy. I just I know Harbaugh was talking him up at the press conference. Oh, he's the best quarterback in in Michigan history. And I'm like, uh. Sorry, uh, did you forget that Tom Brady existed? You know what I mean? There's been some other, maybe statistically, because these numbers are all inflated these days. Maybe, maybe statistically, J.J. McCarthy is, is up there, you know, all time. But uh, and, and this matchup here, this <laughs> to me, to me, dude, it, it's 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 one sided. It, the Penix is head and shoulders above J.J. McCarthy not only in college, but as an NFL prospect, I, I, I really, th- I think if, if McCarthy was taken high, he'd be a bust. Whereas I Penix, I injury injuries is the only thing that would stop Michael, Michael Penix from not, from not being at, at least, you know, a, a top 12 quarterback in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I think he, uh, Penix is a little bit better quarterback over McCarthy. McCarthy's he's still learning, but I mean, the, I just think Penix is a little bit more ready for the NFL transition. McCarthy might take a a year or so before he kind of gets there. I believe that's just, that's just me and my, and my thoughts on, on, on that as on my thoughts as well on that. But, uh, but yeah. And then. Now, do you have, I was going to say, now, now, do you think, because the injury, I I kind of just ignored it. I knew about uh, the the two ACL injuries, but I don't. I almost think it's like two careers. Because Indiana, you, you saw the stats you you put up there. Like 
Indiana, yeah. he was a you know very pedestrian quarterback. Didn't turn the ball over a ton. I mean, he was very efficient. Didn't you know? But he wasn't putting up these gaudy stats he is with Washington. I mean, it was like four years of nothing, pretty much. But uh, so I don't, I don't even consider. I consider it like a two-year Washington career. I know, and he and he's not even that old. I mean, he'll be twenty-four by the time he's drafted. You know, that's really not that old. I mean, there's. I'm trying to think. Like, I think Joe Burrow was what 20, 23 when he, you know, yeah. So Joe, he's not much, not much older than what Joe Burrow was when he came in. And people weren't talking about Burrow's age. So, and, and a lot of these guys, and going forward, Jay, you know, because of the NIL money, a lot of these guys will be 23, 24, maybe 25 years old when they get to the league. You know, Bo Nix is going to be 25 because it's there, there's so much money in college. Like what you know, and and, and it helps these guys get seasoned too. You know, so they they come in to the NFL and they're, and they are, they are ready to rock and roll. You know, it's, it, I, I, the age thing and the injuries thing. I, I think if, if he had just, you know, if 2022 ACL, he had been out all year. And then, th- you know, this year, you know, fully healthy, put up these stats, then you might be cons- a little concerned. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think it's an issue anymore. I think that phase of his career, it's kind of like CMC. CMC was banged up for a long, long time, but he's had two, consecutive fully healthy seasons and i think that's in the rearview mirror mirror and i think it's the same thing with michael Penix. yeah for sure for sure and i, and I think they're going to win the national championship and i think and i think and i would put money i would put money on washington they're they're a little bit of an underdog but it, I, I think washington's going to beat michigan yeah I, how are you going to stop how are you going to stop him how are you going to stop these receivers you got you got three of them that are gonna, that are going to be drafted probably within the first four rounds of the nfl draft you know what I mean? How are you going to stop these guys? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, that's going to be, that's going to be the main thing there. Yeah. It's crazy, crazy. I mean, they got, they got three talented NFL caliber wide receivers. I um, mean, Polk for sure. And Odunze McMillan, not so much. I mean, he's, he was injured most of this year, but McMillan is a name to actually like, you know, put in the back of your mind. You know what I mean? Kind of see where yep. he goes in the draft and whatnot, you know? So, yep. Well, unfortunately, I can't take this off the screen, so we're kind of screwed right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're yeah, so we're we're kind of stuck with this, I guess. So until we end the show, so yeah, it's kind of one of those things. So yeah, unfortunately, we're just kind of stuck with this template just up here. So sorry, guys. This stream's kind of a it's been long enough already as is, and. Yeah, this is this kind of covers um, <laughs> our uh, our Penix Jr. and I, I will uh, we'll, get, we'll actually get this uh, we'll wrap up our wrap this up and we'll just kind of conclude our 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 show here. So we'll see it. We'll see if this actually works too. If not, we'll just have to probably just conclude and end our show. <laughs> Oh, all right, guys. Well, that that was everything that kind of wrapped up Michael Penix Jr. and and whatnot. So, so that's uh, I don't know. I think this is going to be a nice ending to our show. And uh, I don't know if there if there's anything else you want to mention real quick before we get up out of here. Um, you know, but 
I guess kind of what we kind of got going on too as well, kind of for the off season stuff, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, obviously the, the season's coming to an end, but uh, still going to do uh, parlays, obviously uh, can do some DFS five. If I don't, if that segment helps you guys make a few bucks, you make a few bucks, you make 50, whatever. Uh, uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I stand behind this stuff. I mean, this is what me and, you know, Jay does it on different platforms. I do it. My parlays are, it's, it's anybody can jump into them. That's what I love. You don't have to have a ton of knowledge or a ton, you know, a ton of time. It's just, you know, it's simple. So uh, keep that going with, with, uh, with DraftKings. Love that segment. Uh, more spotlights coming up <clears throat> more, you know, and we'll take a look at risers too, risers and fallers. Like who were some of the NFL guys? You now, obviously we mentioned Eckler, you know, his, his value is just tanked. A uh, couple other guys, um, like Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford's value, I think, has gone up because I think we all thought he was done. We thought he was washed, thought he was you know, injury-plagued, and and Matt Stafford kind of came back in a strong way. So we'll see what we got to say about, you know, as like a comparison. Like, you know, one one older guy's career might be going this way. One older guy's might, career might be going that way. Uh, get into some uh, rookies. I think next week we're going to do um, – all the, I think we'll do some positions. I don't know if we're gonna do all the positions, but we we keep it to skill guys. I mean, we're not gonna. Hey, who are the top five? Who are the top five uh, rookie kickers? Uh, you know, you like the guy from Dallas, Jamie? Like, no, we're not. We're not doing that. We're not. We're not gonna do top <laughs> five linebackers. If you do defensive player, no, it's gonna be skill position. It's gonna be uh, quarterbacks, tight ends, uh, receivers, and running backs. You know, review who we think our top five are. And, and, uh, you know, and, and we'll have all the stat, we'll have all the information in from the regular season by then, uh, have all the stats in there. We'll, we'll kind of divvy up how we're going to do that, but yeah, you, know, you can definitely expect a lot, a lot of player reviews from this previous year, uh, player projections going forward, uh, DFS stuff, uh, call it more college spotlights. We're going to, you know, quite, we, you know, we, we want to crank out quite a few of these cause there's a lot of guys we haven't touched on yet. I would really like to do Bucky Irving from Oregon, the running back. I think I think he's going to have yeah. an NFL good NFL career. So, you know, guys guys like him. You know, we tried to stay away from the big names until now. Obviously, Penix, but obviously we could get into you know anybody. Jaden Daniels, um, a lot of lot of players to a lot of skill guys to to work with because it's and that's the beauty of the show. So we're, we're going to get into all that and and yeah, you, but you won't be so what you, you can expect. You know, we're not going to be. We might review some of the wild card games. Or, you know, like next week we might review some of the week eighteen. Like oh. You know, we didn't see that coming. Carson Wentz had 300 yards and two touchdowns. Like, oh, what's Wentz's, you know, is Wentz have a, you know, NFL career again? Or, you know, we might be talking about stuff like that, just reviewing week 18. But it'll be a lot more of like, you know, kind of, it should be rookies, best of the best kind of deal. Yeah, for sure. I, I kind of want to do, I mean, if we can, I, I kind of want to get into, I want to preview the this championship game here this upcoming week. Um, I want to preview that. Um, just talk about the, you know, the Washington and um, Michigan game. So kind of want to yep. preview that and we, then we, then we sure. can probably get into, um, you know, some of the other, other stuff we just mentioned. I would just, you know, the kind of want to talk about rookie, what, you know, I kind of, uh, our next kind of couple shows too, as well. I want to talk about some just 2023 rookie class, what we thought overall, you know, you know, right. You know, guys that we were just like, Holy crap. I didn't see that coming or, you know, just, just some different stuff on those, on those lines and maybe compare them to some of the guys of 2022 or whatever. So, I mean, and kind of look forward to, you know, some of these 2020, 
2024 class as well. So, I mean, just, just kind of talk about some of those things in general for the, for the off season. And what we'll does, I guess we'll just kind of take it from there as well. But yeah, yeah other and, than that, um, good. I was gonna say, I want to, I want to thank everybody for, you know, that did tune in and, you know, if, if nothing else, you know, share this with people, be like, Hey, these guys are, you know, if you have, if you have a random, the random friend that lives in the basement, so, I don't know, but, uh, so, you know, everybody, everybody's got somebody that's into fantasy sports or, you know, football. I mean, everybody's got somebody in football, uh, share it with them be like, Hey, these guys are projecting Michael Penix, who could be the next great to good NFL quarterback coming in. And if you're a Falcons fan, I'd really, you know, if you know any Falcons fans, share it with them. Cause we, I, I, if I were to bet money right now, I'd say that Michael Penix is an Atlanta Falcon uh, after, after the 2024 draft. Uh, and yeah. then a, a close, I think a close second, Jay, I think close second would, would be the Raiders be the uh, Vegas yeah. Raiders. I think yeah, he'd be sure. good. He's a West coast guy. I think, I think it'd be, uh, well, he's born in Tampa, but you get, you get my point. Like he played for, for the Huskies for a while. So, that, you know, he stays on that side of the country. So that'd be, that makes sense too. But um, yeah, yeah, share, share the video and, and uh, help us help us get get this out here a little bit, especially with DFS. I mean, everybody everybody knows somebody does DFS as well. So in you know in the middle of the show, you can skip past whatever you know. We know these are long you know long winded streams that go almost two hours. We get it, uh, you know, kind of, and we might put some markers in there. Be like, hey, go to the DFS part at hour you know hour in, and somebody could be like, oh yeah, that you know if it helps, it helps. That's why we do it. We try to get ourselves a little bit, and you and you guys a little bit too. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah. Other than that, I think this kind of wraps up everything. Um, make sure you join. Um, you know, join our Discord, please. We're trying to get more people into our Discord. Yes. Um, the yes. link actually, the link is actually in the description. And if you don't, uh, um, you also, if you're you don't catch our live streams, you know, we got Spotify, Apple, and um, Google Pods as well. So you can find all of our content on most of those three cat um three main um app applications so you can find us all of our content there i mean there are some other little ones that end up getting spread around but those are the three main places you can find us that are you know where our content is most of the time if not you know you can find us in the discord too as well so but yeah i think that kind of wraps up everything um if there's anything else we um, hope everybody has a nice 2020 nice 2024 start of the year and we'll I don't know. We'll, we'll see you guys another time. I'm not sure when we'll see you guys again. So we'll figure that out and let you guys know. And, you know, we'll, you know, mention that in our discord and whatnot. So we'll let you guys know. It might be when it might, it might more likely be Wednesdays. Um, I do want to get this other preview into as well, this before Monday. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think Wednesdays are kind of what, our goal for the off season. What, when are you thinking you want to do that? Nat, uh, the natty uh, preview. Um, Let's talk. Let's talk about that after. We'll talk about after the stream right. here. We'll talk about that after the stream. After See we get this wrapped up. Yeah. Or so. Or you you can you can DM me tonight when you're so you can get to work. But yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll end the. You can. Yeah. We'll end this here. We'll talk about it then. Yeah. So everybody, we appreciate your time. Um. Um. Thanks for all the comments tonight and whatnot. And uh, make sure you follow us and all of our content we just mentioned and. Get in our Discord, please. It's it's always fun to have new people talk about different things, sports. You know, we have different we different channels up in there. So come join us, talk some sports. Let's just grow our Discord a little bit more. So, all right, guys, we're gonna get up out of here. 
from Jamie and Eli. We're out of rhythm. We'll see you guys next time. Let's catch you guys later. And, and Mike and Michael Penix too. He he says, "Have a nice day." <laughs> later, guys. Mm-hmm.